0: Hey everybody, this episode of Star Trek The Next Conversation is brought to you by the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum in Hollywood, California. It's at the crossroads of entertainment, Hollywood in Highland. We've been talking about it for a while. If you haven't been yet, may I suggest that you do so as soon as possible. Because, quite frankly, you'll never find a better evening and Because you listen to this podcast, you are going to get a buy one, get one free entry to the auditorium. That's right. All you have to do is mention Star Trek The Next Conversation, and you will be given a buy one, get one entrance to the auditorium after 5.30 p.m. Oh, what a way to spend an evening, you guys. There is so much in there for you to believe or not. Just tell 'em Matt and Andy sent you. That's the Ripley's Believe It or Not Auditorium at the Crossroads of Hollywood and Highland, the Crossroads of Entertainment. Here's the show. Welcome to Star Trek The Next Conversation. I'm Matt. I'm Andy. Here we are. We are doing a podcast about Star Trek. If you're new to the podcast, what took you so long? If you're old to the podcast, we're sorry. You've endured a lot for us. Should I reverse that? No, either way. (laughs) We're sorry to everyone. Yeah, (laughs) that's fair. Um, Andy, what a weekend. Oh, my gosh. We were at Star Trek Las Vegas you
1: this guy he is the king of Star Trek Las Vegas no you know, no that's except Patrick. for Stewart <laughs> <laughs> except for the except for the regular guest <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the writers and yeah
0: I mean look everybody everybody who's an invited guest on the panel sure better than me yes but outside of that King of <laughs> Las Vegas outside of that King of Star Trek Las Vegas it was uh it was great it was my first Star Trek convention in decades is that true yeah I hadn't been since I was like 10 oh what a way to return yeah.
1: I assumed that you had been doing this for a long time. Doing what? No,
0: Bo. I don't know. Paneling? No. That was my first uh, moderating a Star Trek panel. Oh, my gosh. You crushed it, pal. Look, you know, sometimes you're given a gift. And one of those gifts is a trip to Las Vegas Yes. (laughs) uh, that you drive yourself out for. Uh Uh-huh. You, 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 you pay a lot of uh, costs in slot machines. Again, that's not required. Well, that's, yes. that's on me. <laughs> it's like That's your own choice. And he's sucked me into his slot uh, oh, machine God. hole, I'll we tell you that much. We had a disastrous time of gambling, which Ugh. is why we like to thank our patrons. I took a major hit this weekend. And <laughs> I
1: really pin a lot of it on you. It's my decision as an adult, but you really... He finally explained. Like every time he
0: went to I go play slot machines, I'd be explained like. explained it. You just started playing a Game of Thrones one. That's the fault. The yeah, fault is the Game of Thrones.
1: That is true. And thank, thankfully, the Lord of the Rings game is not as fun as the Game of Thrones game. <laughs> the Game of Thrones game is awesome. Got all this dragons flying around. It's a very large machine. Daenerys' pretty face is showing all over the place. And Tyrion's telling me I'm doing well. Tyrion's pretty face pops up on the bottom. And uh, He's got the bottom reels, and I hit a lot of jackpots, you guys. The, you got the House of Stark in the middle there. That's right. I your never John hit one Snow of the special, I guess I hit the wall, but I didn't hit the. Uh, there's a, there's a, there's one for for dragons. Yep. And then you got to you got a. Oh, I was right, by the way. It is the you hit the dragons, and that's the multiplier.
0: Well, then she was right, right? Who? The lady that looked at the side of the machine like she could see something.
1: <laughs> There was a lady who was looking (laughs) sideways at the machine when these coins come up that you got to pick
0: the special ones. I really. I I tried that and I saw nothing. I got to say, I really love the way uh, superstitious old ladies play slot machines. They will touch the machine in weird ways. They'll do sure. all kinds of things. and uh, Don't you do frankly, that stuff with, like, craps or whatever? No, I mean, I, you I don't. don't have a special thing? A special, uh, you know, I well, I have data uh, crush the dice <laughs> in a certain way. And yeah, then right. at the end, I buy the hotel. Could have used data. We're the foreign now. investors, Andy. Yeah. We're, of course, talking about the great episode, The Royale. <laughs> Man, that's a bad episode. What if people think that that's what we're talking about right now? They're like, oh, no, did I listen to the wrong episode? (laughs) No, guys, we're talking about Sarek today. This Um, is a hell that Matt and I cannot escape from, which is our own lives. Should we uh, talk about meeting our wonderful face groupers in the face group section of the podcast? Sure, of course. Yeah. Well, then there you go. So uh, we met a few of you, and we're going to talk about it in a bit. But up to anything, what are your what's your main takeaway from the Star Trek weekend? Andy?
1: Oh God, so many things! Um, first of all, some of you may have seen on the uh, in the Instagram stories. Uh, I kept having the impulse of like, oh, Matt's talking to uh, John Delancey, Matt's talking to Gates <laughs> McFadden, and uh, I realized I don't know that it's appropriate. And uh, people were saying, oh, no, it's fine. It is. It's fine. I feel like it's weird. We're in a public place. I mean, these people, obviously, none of them have nor will they ever listen to the podcast. But uh, just the same. I feel like uh, I've said things. Here's the thing. Met. Met Frakes. Yep. Met Marina Sirtis. Yep. Uh, Delightful. Just such delightful, irreverent people. And uh, I think it's cool to meet them because I don't think, in the end, they care what I say about their characters. No, no one cares at all.
0: But I'm not sure that that's the same for all of these people. Look, I think they're. I think you know they have a, an understanding of the of the material, and it. And it it's truly. It was really great to get up there, and I got to be honest with you. If you look for it on YouTube, I think the panel's up there somewhere. Oh, the whole thing? I think someone.
1: Oh, that's not
0: uh, inappropriately. Not to, yeah, but you should not. Do not search for that. There's one. Do
1: not search for that. Matt is sitting there with uh, Frakes and uh, Marina and uh, and just uh, you know they've got their they've See, got their you
0: do it too I give I will say someone's last name and then someone's first name when I only when to am talking about just Star an Trek awkward people awkward name to say it's so odd no it's not that it's an awkward name it's and Lavar like, is a better name to say than Burton right so it was Frakes Curtis yeah. Frakes Marina and Lavar say Delancey? You would say Delancey. I've never said... Gates, you would say first, because
1: it's a more interesting name. Well, Gates
0: McFadden, that was my first time meeting her.
1: And we all, we all probably always say Patrick Stewart. We say neither his first name nor his Sir last Patrick name. Sir Patrick Stewart. Sir Patrick Stewart. Sir
0: Patrick is really like what I hear the most, I think. Right. Sir Patrick. Sir Patrick, um, I can't believe we missed
1: that. That is the to me guys. We that is the uh, downfall of the
0: whole weekend. We weren't there for the big announcement. I could have been backstage for that. I could have all sorts of things could have happened. And uh, quite frankly, I was at the hotel. Ugh, Didn't even know what was happening. Here are the
1: things that are the worst for me: um, <laughs> missing that. Yeah. Not missing, missing, um, saying Miss, hello to Miss,
0: Missy Elliott,
1: <laughs> missing Missy Elliott's had a great performance with a Star Trek theme parody song. <laughs> That'd be amazing. It was really <laughs> great. <Remix>. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, um, uh, I, I could have met seven of nine, could have met Jerry Ryan. Somehow I wasn't there for that. All she the also, old...
0: she might, she also might've only been there like Thursday. Oh, that that Because it true. was Wednesday, Thursday. Friday, I know Walter Saturday Koenig was
1: there. I would have liked to have met him. Would Koenig. have liked to have met. Koenig? Koenig. Oh, I guess it's a good thing I didn't meet him. <laughs> I would have said his name wrong. And um, uh, George Takei. Nailed it. Yes. You didn't meet him? I saw him in the uh, green room as I was as I was looming. There was very, several moments where I was looming in the green room and I'm like, I don't belong here and I don't wanna start weirding these that's people out, so I get too. out. That's always but my you instinct do belong too. there. This is the thing, guys. They love him. They love him. It really is crazy, as you know. What my take is? <laughs> but they, oh my god, these people could not love him more. I look, they sang I, happy birthday to him. The whole, I, the
0: cast of Discovery spontaneously saying happy birthday. To
1: how, is, how is that not a, a culmination
0: of a small dream? The cast of a Star Trek show saying happy birthday to you. Look, I just here is what I do. Here is my goal up there. When I am moderating and just when I am around these people only thing i want to do is make them feel comfortable the end that's it and i think that they you know i treat them like human beings and i think they appreciate that
1: i agree with that and i uh the the, the thing i was going to say about the uh the certus and jonathan panel that's even more weird right um am i saying certus right yeah said the man with the star trek podcast um is uh, so they got their thing down and they're rat a tatting back and forth and they're incredibly charming. But there's not much for a moderator to do. And Matt is like watching and keeping it moving and picking his moments. Mm-hmm. And uh, at one point, Marina is uh, is uh, complaining about
0: what was the movie? It was. Um... <laughs>
1: mamma mia mamma mia Mia 2 and how it's just wasn't shot in greece and just like that looks nothing like greece this was the worst i couldn't believe it i know greece and this is this is not what greece
0: looks like and matt what do you say (laughs) i said you know uh neil armstrong used to say the same thing when he was watching star trek (laughs) that's not space (laughs) brings the house down crushed that was really uh, nice weirdly just felt like how is this how do I, i i just was like Well that's the joke. How do I where do I say this joke? And I found a spot and I did it and then I backed off and and let that go. Yeah. And then they just kept going. That's right. And I think they both both were almost because they're both used to carrying
1: all all the weight. Of these appearances, and they both almost like stopped and were like, Oh, there's another funny person up here with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, shocked.
0: I, I was just, I will just say that I, I got so many compliments from people about uh, the panels that uh, I was doing, and I really appreciated it. And again, what I said to all of these people is like, I'm just there, literally, all I'm there to do is make sure everyone's comfortable, and that includes the audience and the people that are asking the questions. Can I... I have a bunch of things to
1: say. Do you want, do, Can we... Should we load this all up at the top of the... About the, the, the convention? I guess this is where yeah, we would Yeah, no, this it. is where we would talk about it. Okay, here's here are my reflections. One thing is... Um, um, Matt uh, <laughs> was fascinating. I think I was only recognized by like two or
0: three people. Out of all the people that were like rolling up to Which Matt. Which is a big amount I mean, for people who have just heard your voice on the podcast. That is true. You I wonder what, I mean? what the reality is. So they would have is. to look and they, you know what I mean? And, do...
1: and I almost certainly those were people in, in the face group. Um, I should hope so. And uh, and they were, is. that was delightful. Um, and then the rest of the time, it's so interesting. walking Because I walk around with you a yeah. lot and yeah. just like, oh, he's a, he's a celebrity here. And he is the most gracious to the point where it really was irksome to me. Wait, <laughs> why? Like, this is how you treat other people. <laughs> you don't know these people. You're being a, the nicest person on earth to them. You're you're kind of... Also, I couldn't... I literally couldn't even get into the conversation circle. Like, both them and Matt were so in love with each other that I was boxed out. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I have a Star Trek
0: podcast, and maybe that means nothing. <laughs> uh... Maybe there are new people who f- saw us there and were like, let's check out that podcast. And, and maybe they're listening now. I hope so. In we which foolishly. Case, next week, uh, or next year rather, we'll say hello to Andy. Sure.
1: In keeping with uh, with our disorganization, we had all these cool stickers and cards that we had tried to prepare and didn't get it out in time. Yep, we did not. Um, so we didn't gain any new fans that way. Um, and then the. Uh, the other thing I was going to say
0: was how cool it was.
1: Oh, here is what I was going to say on behalf of Matt. Feel oh. free to cut this out if oh, you don't boy. want. If you want to, um, but uh, for those of you who see After Track, and you know, at a certain point, he was like going down a row of people, just giving like they were offering high fives because they'd seen After Track, and I loved him on After Trek. <laughs> There were at least five people that came up to him. And went on a three-minute run of, you know, when I saw you on After Track, I really I thought I don't like that person. I don't like this. I don't like what he's doing. This is no good. And it, just like for like three minutes, I'm like, what is going on? And uh-huh. then they would go, and then you came around, and I realized, oh yeah, he really knows. He's good at this. He knows what he's doing. And I'm like,
0: you don't need to tell him that. They, folks. look if you if you're in a social situation and you're a little um, not uh, if you're a little like the rest of us and uh-huh. a little awkward here and there. If if you've got a little. Bar Markly in you Sure uh, Or a little Tilly Yeah uh, You don't really know What the Nicest thing to say is But you're saying it And I know that the I know all Whenever when I'm listening to it I know I, I can always feel That it's coming from a good place so sure. i always let them say it <laughs> yeah. and you uh, had to
1: endure a long a long long moments in that where i was just sitting there going
0: what is happening right he's like
1: giving this person giving matt a full critique sometimes before he gets
0: to the and i really enjoy yeah. it now yeah. and uh, um, you know if i had time if i was like if i had like a like wasn't rushing off to go to another panel or something i would then say to the person Thank you so much I really appreciate that And just you know I get it Because the first episode Look I didn't know I had the job Until the Thursday Before the show And it was on a Sunday And yeah. I didn't read it Until you know And I would just say This stuff to them And they'd go oh wow That explains it <laughs> <laughs> that explains it oh god oh that's why you were terrible but yeah, was, see but it was uh it was truly a lot of uh a lot of fun and such but otherwise s- gracious sweet people and yeah. i
1: really oh such everyone we ran into <laughs> even even the people who were
0: who were critiquing you were so nice yeah everyone i think i think but I, I don't know. Everyone says that our blah 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 fans are the nicest fans, but yeah. I really think Star Trek fans are the nicest fans. And there were some moments in the Discovery panel, um, very touching Mo. you, Good oh, moments.
1: Oh gosh, you! I really that was. I think that was your triumph. Uh,
0: the in oh, terms because of like, that was like the a different live colors. After of, Trek. Yeah, and I have you know all Mary those, Wiseman was Mar- killing yeah. it. Mm. Mary's so funny, but like and having Wilson and and. Um, and Anthony and Shazad there who've I've done after Trek with a few times, yeah, so there was like we all had a rapport, yeah, um, and it was just really nice to get back out there at the desk and like it really did feel for me like it felt like a big after trek season wrap up it was so
1: comfortable, and also it was like they were talking basically about. You know, and I intellectually, I think, as I was watching Discovery, was was impressed with the diversity and the, yeah. and et cetera um, and the progressiveness. But uh, the, having them, hearing them talk about, you know, uh, having it was something that I never thought about. That Wilson was talking about was uh, that it's not just two out gay characters on Discovery, mm-hmm. but it's uh, it's played by two gay actors. Which had never occurred to me is very unusual. Very in Hollywood, rare, yeah.
0: Which is crazy. I know.
1: Um, and uh, and you did the other nice podcast with the the with Gersha and with the crew, uh, the the bridge crew.
0: Oh yeah, that was, <laughs> you call Would it a you? podcast? It was a panel. Oh, a panel, sorry. <laughs> Um, yeah, the, some of the bridge crew of Discovery who I'd never had on After Trek, which was good. Except for Sam, did you
1: have did you have Sarah Medich on
2: the
0: on the on After, After Trek? Trek no, oh. none of the bridge crew made it out. So I was very happy to have crew them. member that
1: I wanted to be introduced to. Well, and it happened. <laughs> and for I minute. thought I did very well in that conversation. I thought sparks were flying between me and Sarah Medich. And then uh, That's she weird. brought her, I, her I boyfriend. Heard, heard boyfriend, <laughs> yeah. very early. She it was very, very early. early in that conversation. <laughs> Almost instantaneous before I came,
0: walked up to her. <laughs> but you know what? Secunda wears people down. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Secunda should just focus on being a just an all-around nice dude. Whatevs. <laughs> anyway, great job, pal. Uh, if you'd like to be worn down by Secunda, please write to us at Star Trek TNC at Gmail. No, wait, you can't That's do wrong. that. Star T-N-C- <laughs> pod at, at g-mail.com. Sorry, at Star Trek TNC. I'm trying to get the business out here for uh, some reason. Did you want to do that at Star Trek TNC you know. on Twitter and Instagram? Uh, you can also email us star trek tnc at gmail.com. and of course uh, you can uh, harass Andy personally on Twitter. It's at Andrew Secunda. No, that's uh, my Instagram is at Andrew Secunda. My Twitter is <laughs> at Secunda.
1: It's uh, not a not a brand. Do you want to take back those compliments uh, toward toward, toward it, me and my uh,
2: smoothness? No, well, I, <laughs>
1: this is the podcast. This is this is what they tune in for. Uh, yeah, um, and anyway. uh, for Hales, it's eight one six Trek TNC, and our Patreon. Um Is uh, www.patreon.com forward slash Star Trek TNC I gotta tell you, we're not if there yet If you want yet. bonus podcasts If you want uh, your name uh, shouted out on the on the podcast, etc
0: Yeah, we're not there yet But uh, I've heard from Guinan yeah. That the President's Circle today, very full oh, really? They're worried that they can't replicate enough macaroni and cheese Oh, everybody in the buffet line.
1: Yeah, I hear it's great in there. It's oh, a lobster mac and cheese, I so, think. Wow, so yeah. much fun. By the way, I think I had three three days in a row of surf and turf. <laughs> I'm really killing myself slowly. Hey. Maybe quickly. You know what? It was worth it. It was. We went to Hell's Kitchen, Matt and I. For yeah, us, for the and bo- Dory. For the
0: boys' big B-day. My birthday and was Sunday. Very nice to see everybody uh, and to go to Hell's Kitchen. And now that I've been to Hell's Kitchen... I don't have to go back to Hell's Kitchen, in, at Caesar's Palace. It wasn't. Look, I loved. I, I'm a big fan of the show. Yeah, loved the decor. It's it's very similar to being at the actual uh, television taping. Uh-huh. Uh, the beef Wellington was delicious. But uh I think I still prefer Gordon Ramsay steak to all other Gordon Ramsay restaurants options in Las Vegas. I'm
1: sad that I didn't go this time. I would like to go to
0: that. Well, that's where I tried to get us all to go. Uh, oh really? When we were there with the um with the with Goldbergs the, with the Goldbergs but yeah. we uh, let Aaron handle that. So we went to Mama Fuku and had quite frankly the longest meal of our lives.
1: And not no that one's fault. Satisfying. No one's fault. No,
0: yeah. But very long. Very long and not
1: that great. However, I will say I went to... Were you just uh,
0: describing the podcast or...
1: The podcast? Very long and not that great? It does, uh, Star it does apply. Star Trek TNC,
0: very long and not that great.
1: <laughs> and then we got to put that on our cards. Someday. We do have um, a hot mess of a shell on the card. Yeah. And um, I did go to Momofoku Milk Bar and get myself a, a birthday cake milkshake. Oh, I had a birthday cake slice. And delicious. Not on my birthday either. I also had a Defara slice against Matt's advice. Although Matt has it every time, and that shocks me. Well, I
0: have it. Think about your
1: season. I got to tell you, that is an abomination to the name Defara. That that Defara's in Vegas. Yeah,
0: I well, I agree. Ugh, I agree. I mean, the, the old, worst. I, I just hope the old man's collecting a nice little. Uh, yeah, license I guess fee for so. That. I guess he's earned it. Okay, Andy. I suppose it's time to move on with our program. Okay. And I suppose that means someone's going to play a sound cue. That isn't me. wait before you do oh sorry, I don't know the order of this episode. <laughs> Should they watch this episode? Yeah, sarek is a is a is a classic mm. in, in face palming. very good you know of course
1: a lot of that oh, we got a
0: lot we got a lot to talk about <laughs> with that. Um, I made the motion of uh, face bomb uh, someone trying to uh, palm strike someone else in the face, which happens all over this episode. Is it more than Riker? I just think that's how the that's how the extras fight. Like whoever the stunt choreographer there is that's a believes that, um, Is that punches, a Kirk
1: move. Did it's do the always face a Starfleet.
0: It's a Starfleet thing.
1: Feels like that's a you 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 take a great risk of pushing that guy's uh, nose into his brain. Or I think that's that a, what you're trying a, to do is kill them. But that can't be a
0: Starfleet intention. I don't know. It's so interesting. We'll get to it. All right. Uh, so yeah, watch Sarek, everybody, so you can hear about Andy Secunda's School of Specific Acting. <laughs> uh, you got to open up the, you got to step over the the door to the Admirals Club. Oh, we can't Matt. even start it yet because we're not even in the club. Well, it's up to you. I forgot that that's what's first. Mm-hmm. I really did. I mm-hmm. thought you just opened the hails first. I, it's I So out of order. Wow. Well, I am the worst. At this is the problem with the Admirals
1: Club thing because because it's I'm waiting for you now. It's been structured, so I'm waiting for you to step near the uh, doors
3: well, and open. Them. Here we are. <laughs> Go to iTunes, leave a five-star review, and join the Admirals Club.
0: Matt, how do they get into the Admirals oh, Club? Oh, Andy, it's very simple. All I have to do is leave a five-star review on iTunes.
1: Um, I'm going to keep it brief and uh, and uh, just welcome Paul Brisk oh, into... Thank Paul, thank you for the, the only uh,
0: person. This is so amazing.
1: The um, Because we have a lot of United Federation of Planets President Circle um, Members? There was, uh, God, brothers. I wish I they're could remember what that guy told the me circle? to say. No, he said something that had to do with, like, bringing a president in. I'm so sorry, whoever the it was. Inaugural? Yeah, inauguration. They're, they're, anyway. I mean, they're the inaugural members of the United Federation. And we got a lot of people that I forgot in any event. Uh, or didn't forget, but they were lost in the disorganization that is this podcast. Anyway, Paul Brisk wrote us, Best podcast is best. Andy and Matt specifically arranged in that way. Uh, hey, uh, thank you, Paul, uh, are awesome, and I love the, this podcast. You both brighten up my day, and it's hard to not laugh like a crazy person when I listen on my morning commute.
0: Oh, that's weird that um, that you read this one I ordered the names that way. Interesting. I
1: read this one because Paul is the person who uh, drew the beautiful art, which you can see on the face group, um, of us, the cartoon of us. Wow, and this is how he repays us. What do you mean? Oh, wait. He's paying me. (laughs) (laughs) I would say that 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 cartoon is the way he repays us because we both, it's incredibly flattering to both
0: of us, I think, that cartoon. I think it's it's more flattering to me. You think so? In the sense that I'm much more obese than that drawing. I think I'm much more bald than that drawing. Maybe not. All right. Well, whatever. If you're going to draw your hair, I think that's how you draw it. I think you can go either way, and well, I'm, I'm happy with how it turned out. Look, Andy, I'm just I'm just excited to slide over past this door that goes nowhere, uh-huh. and there's this door also, and then you know what? Guess what? I'm we better get in there. It's probably going to be a hustle, bustle, bustle. Okay. Oh, it's just so busy in here.
1: The first member of the United Federation of Planets President Circle uh, who made a donation to us that I somehow lost track of. Oh, wow, really? It's just like crazy. Such hustle and bustle. There's got to be a ton of people in here. (laughs) Oh, boy. I mean, we're not even going to be able to say hello to everybody. We'll have to say hello to them at the end of the podcast. (laughs) Um,
0: No, we're going to do it in this
1: portion. We're not saying all their names now, not all 126
0: people. But are we doing the portion? I thought we were saving it for the end. No, no, no. I'm going to talk to them about it. Here's what's happening. All right. Maybe should I talk to them about it right now? Yeah, maybe. As we're entering? Sure. Okay, guys. Here's what's happening. We are going to uh, this first month. Oh, so much happening in this crowd. Sorry, guys. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh, we're... Oh my God! We are almost out of ma- Andy. We're out of mac and cheese. I want more mac and cheese. No, yes, I know, sir. i president. I just said more mac I will and cheese. Just, yeah, I know. I but guess yes. Thank you, sir. So, is much there shellfish garbage. in this? Is there I have shellfish? a shellfish? Oh, I have a shellfish no. allergy. You look like a shellfish. Is that weird? A little bit. Uh, <laughs> I look a little bit like one. I just. I'm sorry. Uh, hang on a second. <laughs> Let me just go ahead and uh, I'll, I'll 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 get you some more mac and cheese, sir. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Myra to Guinan, uh, where you need more mac and cheese in the President's Circle. Myra out. Oh, boy, I hit it again. I don't even know who I'm talking to now. (laughs) We're going to get you some. Don't worry. Anyway, so, guys, here's how the President's Circle is going to work this month. Uh, because you uh, wonderful people have signed up early and were first to go, we're going to go in chronological order of the presidents, and we're going to name. We're going to read the names over the course of this month. We're going to get to everybody's name who is a president circle member, uh, and then next month, what we're going to do is we're going to change it up a little bit. And that is we're going to have this portion of the President's Circle. Everyone's really, it's very busy in here. It really is. (laughs) I love the the one sound effect guy that's going, It sounds like the President guy. (laughs) It is probably the
1: President guy. We just can't see him because it's so crowded. Um, I wonder if Guinan has to sort of break a wall down and open up some more room in here. (laughs) Oh Boy, it is really just a
0: lot happening. I like how he goes. (laughs) He's like really coughing back there. It really did sound slow down, sir. He is just. Oh my goodness! I wish that this could loop forever. I just don't think it can. Anyway, that's how sound effects work. What was I saying? Here's here's what this is going to be. Should I read these first,
1: or you want you want to keep explaining?
0: Yeah. uh, So we're gonna read everybody's in this portion of the president's circle this month, and then starting next month. We're going to pick five people to be in this portion of the show, and then we're going to go back into the president's circle at the end of the episode. Uh, Sorry, lounge. Club? What are we calling it? Place? (laughs) We're going to open those doors one more time, uh, and we are going to read uh, all those names at the end of the show starting next month. But this, sir, calm down. But this month... We're I gonna think, read them all in this section. Do you want to somehow explain that clearer? Uh, no, amongst the it's it doesn't matter. Uh, the
1: uh, 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 give us some kind of a selection of five messages to read when we read the the names at the top. It's sort of like a little prize that they can win every every month.
0: Whatever. We'll talk about it well, later. Well, then we'd have to message those people and say, you're going to, want to, you're going to be one of the five. Do you, want any, do you want to say anything? Well, maybe we have everybody
1: send in a message, and then we'll select from those. That sounds crazy.
0: It certainly sounds like something we could never organize or keep track of. <laughs> anyway, long story short, uh, it's time for this United Federation's President Circle. And because Andy forgot some people who actually paid before the month cutoff, we're going to have to hear that first.
1: Here we go. Charlie Ward, uh, noted Nick, an ex-football player, uh, sent us $1, and he says, Guys, I love the show, and I wanted to slip into the President's Club before Patreon establishes a neutral zone between your true devoted lips- listeners and the rest of us cheap schmucks. Keep up the shoddy work. We wouldn't have it any other way. Great. Um, uh, I'm going to say this as Thor Gearson. You couldn't say Borg in front of that? Borg Thor. Well, his name is Thor. Oh, see? all right. So, uh, so there. Three dollars and eighty one cents. Cents? And he says, yes, I get to be the president. I'm the president. And just in time, if you were wondering about the amount I sent you, it should cover the cost of two large fries at McDonald's. I checked the menu and the McRib is sadly not available. Enjoy, my friends. Thor, not the god. Sorry. John Harmon sent us $6.15. And he says, hey, Matt and Andy, I'm one of the people who keeps making all those Photoshop's of you guys for the podcast. Thank you so much, John. Um, I wanted to squeak in under the wire For the president Circle Before it goes Patreon exclusive I'm sending $6.15 To represent my favorite episode of TNG Season 6 episode 15 Tapestry Can't wait to hear what Andy thinks of that one Take care um, Mist slash Passing Starships in the Night UFPPC from Oh I'm sorry this is uh, Wait a minute There we go yes uh, From Marcus Bees Hi Matt and Andy uh, my lame claim to fame as I suggested and named the prime corrective recurring segment in the early days of the podcast it's downright sad Barkley at a uh, party gazing at a plant sad how much joy I get from you guys in this subject matter shout out to whoever came up with the catchy jingle thus making it a recurring bit I love this podcast thanks Matt and Andy Marcus and Phoenix why 808 I like the the symmetry I guess he us $8.08 eight uh, Heath Clerk sent us $10, $10.31 $10. and he said, "I just want to hear Andy pronounce my last name." <laughs> you I'm did sure it. I got nowhere close. And to tell you boys, the love I have for you is deep. Not like I look through your windows at night deep because stalking takes more effort than I'm willing to give, but you guys are the light that makes Mondays enjoyable for me and 12 other people. I think that's uh about to be proved <laughs> proven wrong, my friend. Michael Samet sent us twelve dollars and fifteen cents, and says, "Hey Matt and Andy, the next conversation is a great way to start the week." In case you are wondering about the random amount, twelve dollars and fifteen cents is seventeen dollars and one cent in Australian dollars. Andy, I have to concur with Damien from Brisbane. Please, no more Australian accents. Oh boy! Um, and uh, that is the uh, president circle, my no, friend. No, it's
0: not. We have to do the real people who actually did it through the system. And he threw a list away and thought, you know what, I By the way, someone pointed
1: out to us we were wondering about the PayPal and continuing the PayPal and et cetera, et cetera. Apparently there is a button on Patreon where you can decide to pay whatever amount. Like it can be a dollar, it can be whatever amount. So just give all your donations. If you wish to, just throw a, a tiny
0: amount towards us or a, a sizable smaller amount. Uh, just do it through Patreon. All right, Andy. This is the real deal now. Okay. These are our patrons. And now, in case you're wondering when we're going to get to your name, we're actually going to read them in the order in which they signed up to support this podcast. Isn't that exciting? And appropriately, our yes.
1: first entry is is from Command Master Sergeant Chief Petty Officer Robert Garrison, who uh, created and runs uh, the Facebook group, the Face Group. Um, Thank you, Robert, for being our first
0: Patreon entry. And now uh, we're going to get through all of these names by the end of the month. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this first first batch, you were the earliest uh, signer-uppers. So here we go. Uh, Kelly Newman, Jeffrey D Hansen, Christine Palmer. Welcome to the club, Adam Zed. Hello, Sky Wilson. How you doing, Katya Woolishin? Oh, got real quiet in here for Katya. Oh yeah, everybody wants to hear the rundown. <laughs> Robin Larson, Diane M Martin. Oh, Diane's great. Drew Parkinson, uh, Luke Morgan Rowe, Kamal Abul Hasan, Sean oh, Russell. <laughs> By the way, guys, uh, we're going to mispronounce some names poorly. But I believe when you fill out your name on Patreon, you can phonetically spell your name in there as well. Oh, yeah. That would be great. Uh, Christopher Makowski. Ian Buckley. Andrew Hook. Chris Love. J.D. Cohen. Uh, Linnea Thunsell. Oh, so nice to see her again. Chris Casimiro. Chris uh, Chris Needswides. That has to be wrong. Niedzwadek, <laughs> Ben <laughs> No, see, it's got to be separate because I it's I E followed by I E. You know what a clever I person e.
1: did is he wrote he wrote his name his his regular name and then he
0: wrote his name phonetically in quotes after it. You so know, who's more uh, clever Caroline Land because uh, I could read that very easily. <laughs> well, just just <laughs> smartly had an easily pronounceable name. Yes. What if her name is Caroline Lained? Oh no, uh, Neil Stud, Sean Corgan. Lynn Perdue. Uh that's Cosmo Moore coming up in the in the rear over here. How you doing, Cosmo? Um, Martin Hedegaard Peterson. James Gilly? Possibly. <laughs> Question mark. Jonathan Wentz. Oh, uh, the president's circle is ripe with a lot of good, good people. So
1: Thank you and welcome everyone to oh, the United Andy, Federation of Presidents. I'm going
0: to read about uh I'm going to read Oh, we got a, more. Yeah, I'm going to read a few more here. Okay. Frederick Roa. I'm going to say that because there's two Xanthryvoo's on the name and I'm going to read Roa like the hockey player. Josh Pritchard, Cameron Harris, James Baker, Tom I'm going to say Kelsel. That's how I would say it. Ryan Darley. Hang on. Tom Kelsel is like a great name for a star trek character it
1: does feel close to tom
0: paris who i also met yes
1: and due to my face blindness did not
2: recognize until afterwards
1: conversation with him we talked about directing on tv and everything else and then uh, we walked away and and matt was like do you know who that was and i was like no
0: (laughs) it's uh one of your favorite characters from uh one of your favorite shows Uh, voyager ryan darley
1: Um, I've lost track where we are. Oh, Uh, you just read the following name. It's a one name only. I think I said Ryan Darley, but it's Zach. Yeah.
0: Jeff Gannon. Ron LeBlanc. Brent Allard. Mike Gaylord. And our final member for this week is, of course, David Erickson. Good old David Erickson. Uh, Oh, you know what? Let's just jump down three more because those are the first two days of this uh, thing being open. So, of course, that'd be Sandra Mahler. Tina Rauschio And Derek Atkinson Way to go guys You are the uh, inaugural class of the Patreon If you haven't heard your name yet But you've signed up Guess what We're going to go back into this room next week But right now we got to get back into that Admirals Club Because that's the order of the show And quite frankly I've lost the door sound effect Because what more could you want from this show but some very messy sounds. Oh, Andy, it was very—I can't believe how much mac and cheese I just saw go wolf down in there. Those those uh those folks really like to enjoy life. They they really wolfed three five nine to that. No, we're not up to that, are we? <laughs> well, we will be in like two episodes. <laughs> um, we're still in the Admirals Club, you know. Yeah, I know. I, I only heard one door close okay. behind me. Oh, you're saying we should get out of here, too? Well, if we want to start the podcast, we yeah. should. Do we? <laughs> I hate how we, I don't like how we
1: don't do the and hails in here. We can if you want. Should we just do the show from
0: the Admiral's Club from now on? No, no, no. we got to get after the hail. Here's my thought. We do okay. everything up through when we start talking about the episode. We then leave the Admiral's Club.
1: Up through. So what, what order are you
0: suggesting? So I'm saying once we do this day in Trek is the start of our hallway time. That is the way it is. Well, then we just left the Admiral's Club and we're now we're in the hallway. Right. And that's when we, we do this no day hails? in Trek. Oh, the hails.
1: <laughs> oh, I see. I see. So you're saying do the hails in the Admiral's Club. Which I thought we always did. No. <laughs> Again, there is a flow chart that right. we both <laughs> have not read. We not read. Right. No, but the way it works is we close out the Admiral's Club because the United Federation of Planets, because of the dumb geography, <laughs> is is, uh, through the Admiral's is, Club. In, is beyond the Admiral's Club. Yeah. We have to come back through we, the Admiral's Club. Yeah, which Club, we just did. And then we have to leave the Admiral's Club, which is both a <laughs> segment and a geographical place, uh, to start the Hills. So if we you want to do the Hills.
0: We haven't even gotten close to the Face Group yet. I know. This is going to be...
1: I'm putting the the face group inside the hails, though. To me, that's, that's hailing frequencies open as
0: part of face group. Okay. That's... Well, then I'll allow it. All right.
4: Captain, Captain we are being hailed.
0: Matt. <laughs> I, by the way, what episode, whoever made that, what episode is that from? Because Data sounds so confused. He does. He sounds like, wait, what? Captain? We're being hailed. Maybe it's in one of those ones where they went to another dimension. Oh, I like it. <laughs> one of those ones.
1: Um, okay. They're just fr- trying to get the uh,
0: time uh, infinity stone from Doctor Strange. It's possible. Um, somebody was asking me. Yes, I've seen it. I just watched it last night. Oh, yeah? hmm What What'd you think? We're going to talk about it in a Patreon episode. <laughs> oh, that's
1: a good idea. <laughs> Hollow Pursuits um, from Chur. Says, uh, hey Andy, if a Transporter Tech fucked with someone and transported them into a hollow deck copy of where they thought they were going, how long would it take for them to figure it out? P.S. If the Patreon system is encouraging these long episodes, then it is money well spent. Well, glad you feel that way, Chair, sure, because I don't know that we have control over it. Here's the
0: deal our show, I know people worried we'd get shorter. When Patreon started, we somehow have gotten much longer. Like, our average time, I think, has gone up by 15 minutes.
1: Is that not... I felt like from you, it was you trying to give them their money's worth, even though... Give them their no money's worth? Yeah, but it's
0: still, you were were responding to the support of the show. I am proving to all of our listeners, and we do love all of our listeners, including the people who are not in that circle we just went into, that the show doesn't change. We're not giving you less content. You're getting the same amount of content, if not more, and quite frankly, you're going to have to deal with it, everyone. Maybe getting too much content.
1: <laughs> um, anyway, this is uh, if you want some more content, listen to this uh, voice
5: voicemail coming in. Hi, Matt, Mandy. And this is Mike Mann. Oh, and hey, Mike Mann. Let you guys know as long uh, as well <laughs> as all of the other Face Groupers uh, that Josh Bald and I have started a podcast for the Face Group specifically. And you may be thinking, wait a minute, isn't our podcast the podcast for The Face Group? And yes, of course it is. But our podcast is a podcast about The Face Group, a way for The Face Group to know itself. We're conducting interviews with members of The Face Group uh, indiscriminately. So any member of The Face Group is welcome to be on our show. (laughs) Uh, I want to pass that along to the audience in case they hadn't seen our posts. And uh, go check out The Face Pod, uh, as it's called. And links are in the face group. Uh, otherwise, if you want to go to the website, it is a uh, Google site. And the address is simple. I'm clearly vamping for time. Okay, here we He's actually, They're i got to say, ...google.com.
0: Oh, sorry, say that
5: again. U mm-hmm. ...slash sttnc <laughs> facepod. Oh, come on, bro. Dot Google. Okay, here we go. It's sites.google.com uh-huh. slash view slash STTNC facepod. All one word. So uh, if you want to check it out, check it it's out. probably easier and, just go to the uh, Facebook group. We love you guys. Uh, we'd love to have you on the facepod. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.
0: Come at us, bro. We'll there be on that you know. facepod.
1: Um, yeah, very... Very delightfully meta. We actually had a an idea for me interviewing our friend and co-worker, uh, David Garacio. Um Does he listen anymore? He I can't still imagine. still continues no. to listen. It's insanity. Who's never seen an episode of Next Generation. Well, you don't have to see an episode. We play the whole fucking thing. I guess that's true. It's crazy. And so that is, that. in addition to uh, to our Pointless podcast, the Pointless podcast that has been built... Uh, on top of ours, which is this Facepod podcast, um, there may be also a subsequent bonus podcast uh, with David Grasso, where we talk about his 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 uh, his feelings and and perceptions of what Star Trek is, not having seen
0: it and only listening to our podcast. I got to imagine what I can't I can't wait to figure out what i just want to hear him describe what he thinks is happening yeah like what describe what do you think it what do you think geordie looks like like yeah. just like these kinds of things it'd be fascinating and they were and we've we've kicked around
1: should we call that talking conversation should we call that uh after after trek after tnc after tnc is another way to go um all right
0: that's all the hails thanks andy
1: sorry pal it's not even getting just getting started
0: um. Okay. So I already read that one. Don't have to do that. There's one. someone who wastes so much time, A.K.A. me. Huh. I really do find the hail bag to be too long. Always do you? Well, then I maybe do. you I do. should hear this voicemail. I'm sure it's.
5: Hey guys, Damien from Brisbane. <laughs> just, uh, just a thought. I uh, I did some work, and you know, firstly, congratulations on the longest episode ever, but. I actually graphed and went back through all the episodes and calculated the best way for you to save time on the podcast if you're worried about the length of each episode. And that would be for Matt to stop complaining about how long each episode is. I worked out Uh, painstakingly you you can save approximately two minutes and 33 seconds per episode (laughs) if Matt doesn't bitch about the length of the episode. All right.
0: There you go, Matt. You know something to not, think about. It's not out of my desire i We're in my home in my office. i don't I will be here after Andy leaves. It's not about me. I always just worry about other people listening, but apparently, if David's still listening. Yes. Although, in fairness, he may use it to drift off to sleep too. So I can't. I can't speak to how much he's engaged. know, I did try to give him a meditation app that would help him sleep, and uh, I might have been getting rid of one of our listeners inadvertently. Oh yeah, don't do that. (laughs) We need every ear. Amy Senders
1: wrote us uh, two things that were referenced in Memory Alpha came up in your discussion on the most toys, and I thought you might find the background tidbits interesting. On a scene cut from the episode, in a scene present uh, in the script, but not in the final episode, Fajo sends Varia to test Data's sexual abilities. Did you know this? Well, did not know this, Andy. In which Data references his only sexual encounter from TNG, and uh, then he now. However, Data learns of Fajo's intent, leaving Varya utterly humiliated, which would later fuel her desire to betray Fajo in the con- climax, which is very interesting. <laughs> and then another part is on whether Data meant to kill Vajo. It does come out of left field. Fajo. Uh, when she turns on him. Yeah. I agree.
6: Eh. I mean, it's, 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 a, it's
1: subtle because he's doing the, it makes Data's uh, manipulation of humans seem even more subtle. Whereas yeah, if that I had been in way to seem more a, blatant.
0: I don't know if I buy it. Well, we went over that last week. Go pop back and listen to 2 Hours and 46 Minutes.
1: On whether Data meant to kill Vaj- Fajo, which was a thing we sort of debated, writer Sherry Goodhart's related, I asked Brent Spiner whether he thought Data purposefully pulled the trigger or not, and he was adamant that Data did fire the weapon, uh, which was my intent as well, which is what I felt. Yeah, um, I But agree. the powers that be wanted that kept ambiguous, so it was. If I had a chance to do it over, with all the experience I have behind me now, I would argue passionately, for data's uh, actions and their consequences to have been clearer and hopefully more provocative. Mm. Um, Which I thought was really interesting. I think
0: we got to the bottom of that. Uh, With the help of your theory. Yeah.
1: And uh, lastly, Sean... Oh, no, there was was one after that. Sean Tucker wrote us, uh, just want to drop a quick line to tell you how I am enjoying the show. I was bummed I missed you guys at the Las Vegas Con. Uh, Bummed to miss you too, Sean. But I was only there on Friday. Got to meet and hang out with a few members of the Face Group, which was one of the highlights of the con for me. I've included a short jingle from one of my favorite portions of the podcast. Uh, I hope you like it. And here...
0: It is.
2: That's a deep dive by N-Day.
0: <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's what we need. More. Kind of genius, actually. That's great. <laughs> pointless jingles. And then Ken Molay. Because it sounds like you did one of these like um, high dives into a very small bucket of water. Because <laughs> 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 appropriately, my dives usually are disorganized and not that
1: deep. So it's kind of a, an appropriate uh, thing. Anyway, uh, Ken Moley wrote us, um, uh, hey guys, or let's be honest, hi Andy, I thought you might need these mashup versions of current sound clips at some point or not. At least they're short, uh, Ken and Carrie, North Carolina, and here are two different jingles he sent us.
2: It
4: made perfect sense, but <laughs> I did <it> again.
1: <laughs> And uh, here's the alternate version.
4: It didn't
2: make
0: sense. I love that I can hear that our engine hum is behind didn't that. We, so yeah. we had to pull it off of our podcast. Obviously, I mean, I don't know where else you'd get that. Speaking of the engine hum, I'm not really. Maybe we should. I was thinking maybe we should put things
1: like the uh, Andy Skundis school specific acting sketch yeah, and stuff like that up on, on the our, bonus on parts. our website. Yeah. Well, we don't have a website. Exactly. Are you are you booking me? I'm already I'm already booked up. I'm doing all these these stupid hails. No, they're don't great. We have hails. someone who's wonderful do hails. our
0: website?
1: Uh, but yes. <laughs> Although I don't know if she was going to r- take care of the website, she was going to just put it up for us so we could do nothing with it. Okay. But she is going to put up our merch store. Great. For which the president circle will be able to use their discount someday. <laughs> Um, all right, let's open up the face group. Well, did you, did you I, remember that I have to a... be ready for that. I you know. can't just
0: tell me that like the hails are done. Well, that's the order every week. You, But like you know how many hails there are, and I drop don't. the.
4: Just Facebook. Then drop the book and add group. Just Facebook. It's cleaner.
0: Shit. Sometimes it's so late that I don't know if going Literally into the face group For the live video Is worth it Uh huh But I mean I guess I'll swing through You should do it uh, It's a feature It's a feature It is a feature everybody I really Don't hey. know how to get there Right now Here I'll kill some more time You don't have to kill any time I'm good at this Computer
5: Access Face group
0: Oh there we, we go Photoshop
5: Dandy With a cat Who's that Calling Matt A twat just take a look, it's on Facebook, it's in our face group.
0: Oh, wait, no, camera, and then go live. I hit I hit the go live <laughs> button and then we're live. So, hi everybody, we're in the face group. Again, I think the highlight of the face group this week has to be all of the face group members that we met while we were in Las Vegas. It was truly a uh, fun time, just sitting there and like uh, being able to like we sort of like focus grouped them we did in a way we're like yeah. so what do you like what don't you like what are we gonna change um and uh we did change some stuff look a lot of people are saying uh happy birthday to me uh there's some uh some jaws uh, talk happening uh in an ad because google knows what i search yeah Uh, But I'm in the face group now, and I just wanted to take a gander at what we got here. Uh, Star Trek Discovery Klingons will have a completely different look in season two. Uh, Just want to say, that sounds exciting.
5: Who knows what that looks going to be
0: like that. I did. I talked about it on the panel with Glenn Hettrick, who uh, is one of the uh, wonderful uh, designers there. I I
1: noticed that there was a great prank, I think, in the... uh on Twitter? I think it was in the face group where somebody somebody said that they announced that the Patrick Stewart new trek show was going to be animated and uh and uh
0: fooled a bunch of people who were very upset. <laughs> well, I'm, would you be that upset though if it was animated? Like CG. It would animated? be a
1: little disappointing if you're if Patrick Stewart is coming back to Picard and then it's just gonna be animated. I mean, you know, sure. Well I'll take whatever
0: content I can get. <laughs> Okay, here's I'm going to answer Brian Hellman's theory here. He's got a theory. Brian's one of our face groupers. He says, uh, Matt isn't really a fan of sci-fi. <laughs> hey guys, it's Matt. So, here's the deal. This face group segment went another 25, 30 minutes. Mostly of me uh, ranting about this post here. Uh, but I figured... Uh, because of the face group, it's already it's in the face group because we're doing it over video chat. If you really want to hear the entire thing, head on over there uh, to our Star Trek The Next Conversation face group uh, and take a listen over there. Otherwise, I figured we should just get back into the show. Otherwise, uh, I said otherwise twice there. Now three times. It would have been a three and a half hour episode of the podcast, which, quite frankly, that's too much. So, if you want to hear more, head over to the Face Group. Have a listen. Uh, it's Andy and I doing a live video chat. Uh, and for the rest of you guys, here's the rest of the show.
1: I think the a best gift. A lot of, lot of we activity happened. That's true. The best of a
0: gift we can give them is to get to the episode. Oh, so you mean we're going to talk about Sarek, which aired May 14th, 1990, Andy? We sure are. What was happening in that week? I'll tell you, Matt. Mm-hmm. Madonna reclaimed the U.S. radio crown with Vogue. Reclaimed it like as though she had had it previously for this song, or does that just mean she was back at the top?
1: I don't remember. Did she have it before, and we just it, we, we skipped those days? I don't... I don't know. I don't remember if we've we played it before. I don't think we have. I don't think we've played this before now. Well, in the UK, Killer by Anna Adamski held onto its top spot. Uh, the Gold Coast by Nelson DeMille was a bestseller. And Pretty Women. Pretty Woman. Pretty Women should have been the sequel, like Alien and Aliens. Pretty Woman led the... Oh, I was thinking of Little Women. (laughs) I was like, oh, that was the number one movie? That's interesting. (laughs) Little Pretty Women should have been the sequel to both those movies. Um, Led the box office for a second straight consecutive week in its seventh week of release. Uh, Entertainers Sammy Davis Jr. and Jim Henson both passed away. Oh, that's sad. Uh, May sixteenth, 1990 Davis died at 64 while Henson was 53 Oh wow, is he that young? What crap In a progressive move the World Health Organization removed homosexuality from its list of diseases that happened in 1990 Uh, That's insane (laughs) We live in an insane world and country May 17th has since been calculated celebrated as the uh, unofficial international day against homophobia. Um, that's appropriate. Yeah. The Dow Jones average hit a record closing level of 2,821.53. Wow. It's at like 23,000. Uh, interesting. Uh, Time magazine's cover uh, featured the late Russian physicist and pacifist Andrei Sakharov with the caption Sakharov. Memoirs of a Twentieth Century Sorry, it's Giant.
0: 628. That's what the Dow is at today. As of this recording.
1: And uh, Matthew Kirk tags on that the Enterprise D had a shuttlecraft named after Sakharov that
0: appeared sporadically throughout the Next Generation series. It hasn't been at twenty-three set thousands since October uh, of of two thousand seventeen. This guy's a real wonk for the for the for the. The Dow, <laughs> really, I really uh, love uh, some day trading, <laughs> some some uh, night trading. What if I was a night trader? <laughs> that's that's probably a thing. I'm saying it's not a thing, but it's probably a thing. Could be. Anyway, is that it? That's, that's it. What, that's what was happening that week. That's wow. all we got. Well, I'm delighted to tell you that uh, we can kill the Madonna. After one quick up, oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Mm. This is a catchy song. There's no taking it away from
0: Madonna. Oh my God, she's super talented. It's Madonna. How could she not be? Uh, one of the stars of the uh, one of Matt Meyer's favorite movies, A League of Their Own. You thought I was going to say Dick Tracy, didn't you? Or <laughs> no, I knew it wasn't. Did you think I was going to say Evita? <laughs> <laughs> oh you're no! What did I just? I just unplugged. I oh, I something. unplugged your computer. No, no
1: um, I think your computer.
0: No, yours. Oh, my computer.
1: Luckily, I didn't have to play a sound effect at that moment.
0: <laughs> anyway, we should have had a sound effect ready to go when we talk about Madonna's movie career. <laughs> Vita a sound effect? <laughs> <laughs> Don't cry for me, Andy secunda. Really, it really doesn't. Coming. It doesn't fit. The, the ambic pantameter's off, and they're Don't talking about Sarek, Everybody. Me
1: secunda. You just yeah. get the Andy. Yeah. Well, it's still not because it's he Argentina. A
0: little yeah. You're looking at four syllables. Nacho, can you come up with something for us? Don't can... cry for me, Matthew Myra. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, only entertaining ourselves yet again. This is uh, Stardate 43917.4. Directed by Les Landau and written by Peter S. Beagle. Story by Mark Cushman and J- Jake Jacobs. Of course, uh, Mark Leonard returning. Here we go. This is from Larry Nemec's uh, Star Trek Next Generation Revi- uh, Companion Revised Edition. Larry was popping around the uh, convention. I did not get a chance to meet him.
1: I, I think I had a chance too, and I got distracted. As oh, I, I didn't
0: have a chance.
1: I think I passed his booth, and I was like, oh, I got to go over and say hello. I'm oh, he had his distracted. own booth? I
0: think so. Oh my God, I would have gone over there. It's a Dr. Trek. Damn it. Next year. Renowned Ambassador Sarek of Vulcan is about to oversee the completion of his career's crowning achievement, the establishment of relations between the Federation and the Lagarran. But while being ferried to the meeting site aboard the Enterprise, Sarek weeps during a Mozart concert. The Vulcan has developed Bendai Syndrome, an Alzheimer's-like disease that can erode an aged Vulcan's emotional control. How is that like Alzheimer's? You get it when you're old? I suppose you do probably lose emotional control. Yeah, but I think of it more as a memory situation. Well, you lose your look. Faculties. I'm not going to question Larry. He's Doctor Trek.
1: Sure, according to you, but he's not a. Uh... Oh, well, I didn't come up with it. I
0: wonder who did brand him. I like it. Sure, Sarek unknowingly. What begins... are our titles? Uh, I'd like to be Baron Von (laughs) Trek I think we're uh, Lieutenant Fuckface (laughs) Uh, Sarak unknowingly begins projecting his lack of control onto others Wes and LaForge fight Dr. Crusher slaps uh, her son a brawl breaks out in 10 forward but Sarak's Vulcan and human aides remain in denial until Sakoth Sakath that's how he says it right Sakath a young Vulcan Sounds admits right. he has been propping up Sarek's control uh, so the Legaran mission could continue. Confronted by the fact that Picard and Picard's insistence that he face reality, Sarek erupts in a fit of anger that even he admits proves the captain's point. The Legaran, uh, who have been dealing with Sarek for years, will talk only to him. So, as a last resort to avoid concealing the, uh, canceling the mission captain proposes a Vulcan mind meld to share his mental control with Sarek during the negotiations. The Vulcan agrees and Dr. Crusher braces Picard, who always wanted to know the remarkable Vulcan better. For the onslaught of Sarek's life and repressed emotions, he is reduced to rage and sobs, but he continues, I'm sorry, but he survives the pressure as Sarek completes his mission. There you go. I'm really happy with the way I almost read that correctly. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, the important thing is you tried. Uh, you know, I really in that scene where Picard is having his emotional uh, breakdown, Sarek's emotional breakdown for him. Yes, you just, <laughs> it's you're a just like thing. <laughs> I'm just like desperate for him to say Michael, Michael Burnham. Oh yeah. Like I know, obviously impossible, but like I feel like while we're out of the room, that ha- must have happened.
1: Well, the thing we're about to get into in the in the description is he says he was at his son's wedding. His son's wedding Which and I one? was like, I know and I was like, Cool, he was at Spock's wedding and I was like, maybe it was Cybok's wedding. And do we count Cybok?
0: And what was he doing at Spock's wedding? So Cybok is canon,
1: right? There's no getting rid of him.
0: Don't we I feel like Gene was like this we don't count this as canon.
1: Oh, that would be great.
0: That's what I. We saw a Cybok
1: like. at the convention, which I thought was a bold move. Oh, some great also cosplay! Also saw, which I'm going to put up on the Instagram. Um, uh, we saw a, a Captain's Holiday Cur- uh, Picard, which I thought was hilarious. Yes,
0: and I have to say, I posed with someone who uh, was dressed as my favorite cosplay I've ever seen. It was a warp core breach uh, from the episode of Timescape, which happens, I think, in season seven. We'll get to that eventually, Andy. But she was uh, dressed as a happy uh, cloud of cool Italy. It was amazing. It was such a great costume. I I put that on my Instagram story. Um, And thankfully, I was able to screenshot it, because otherwise it was going to go away forever. Anyway, let's hear from Captain Picard on this one.
7: Okay. Captain's Log, Stardate 43917.4. The Enterprise has been given the singular honor of hosting the first meeting between the Federation and a mysterious race known as the Lagarans. We are in orbit around Vulcan, preparing to welcome aboard Federation Ambassador Sarek and his wife Perrin, who, like his first wife, is from Earth. I remember studying his career.
0: So. Yeah, I think it's a weird aside in his captain's log. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? We're here to pick up Sarek. And his wife, Perrin, who, like his first wife, is also a human. Like, a weird aside. like if oh, you, it's totally weird if aside. If you just buy the fact that he's doing this Captain's Log.
1: On top of which, I gotta tell you, I think the way he acts with Perrin through the whole episode
0: is bizarre. <laughs> I kept waiting for a scene of of Sarek coming out with some crazy jealousy that he had not uh, been yeah. able to contain. Right. To, like, what are your intentions with my wife? Like, that kind right. of a thing. Yeah. To happen. Because it would have been... Uh, Showing uh, his emotional breakdown.
1: That would have been also amazing if <laughs> if Picard, um, mind-melding with Sarek, then reveals his jealousy for Picard <laughs> as Picard.
0: Oh, I like that, too. <laughs> that would have been crazy. A couple of things we probably wrote in the script and then cut. Yeah. School. Now, this is an interesting scene, right? This is like sort of like a reward for Star Trek fans. Yeah. This whole... Riker and Picard talking about all of Sarek's great things. Definitely. Was, I
1: was I, I so really, satisfied. I enjoyed this. Yeah.
8: Treaty of Alpha Cygnus Nine, the Corridon
7: admission to the Federation the Klingon Alliance. I met him once many years ago very briefly.
0: Some... The
1: Klingon Alliance will, pro- <coughs> will probably oh he was involved in that. Oh he was at the
0: Kinemar <laughs> Accord but I feel like he oh, was uh... also involved in the end of the Klingon war that his uh, adopted daughter Michael started. <laughs> right.
7: I can tell you that was quite a moment for a young lieutenant standing in the presence of such history. I remember he spoke to me, and I just stood there grinning like an idiot. Captain, you—I
0: liked that—that that ADR captain. When what that, does he say? That guy, the, that captain, guy uh, the crewman that walks by says, "Captain." Is like, that something I, that happens? They don't do it enough. I—I I always miss. Would you, captain, on the bridge? You like that's the captain way. on the
1: bridge. But if you're passing him in the in the corridor, he would be having people saying, "Captain, captain, 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 captain," every time every. Every person he passed it would drive him insane. I don't think it would drive him insane. I feel like that's protocol. Don't I, you? Every time you got to say, "Captain,"
5: Well, somebody you know in the what?
1: service tell us uh, if there's a naval. Uh, it feels officer, like he would salute. I don't know if he would
0: say something. Yeah, should they stand at attention when he walks by? It seems like they would. Although, even also there's that enough of that doesn't happen as much. Also, as that I would be to.
1: inefficient. I feel <laughs> inefficient. You're wasting precious moments, you know,
0: standing at attention every time he walks by. Well, I think if you're doing something, you don't have to. I don't know. Well, we're going to find out. Someone's going to email us. Okay.
7: Time Indeed. How do you make small talk with someone who shaped the Federation? Is it true he'll be retiring after this mission? Unofficially, that's what I hear. What a crowning achievement for his career. By
1: the way, I also love that he's fanboying out the way that we would, <laughs> except he's fanboying
0: out about Sarek.
1: It's like, I just stood there
0: like an idiot. The guy loves his diplomaticness. Yeah, I guess that's it. Intense. Sure. That's what I think the new series will be.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Relationship. We have no idea. Incalculable.
1: Just negotiating treaties? Snoozeville.
0: Disengage.
8: <laughs> no, not yet.
1: Ah, uh, <laughs> We have another three hours to go.
0: <laughs> so sad. <laughs>
7: Key Mendrozen, the ambassador's <laughs> chief of staff. This is Sacketh, his personal assistant. Has the ambassador been delayed?
0: Sometimes, when the ambassador is very angry, he calls him Sacketh shit. <laughs> I've got to go now. Beam me back down. Vulcans
2: <laughs>
1: are weird... not known
0: for their humor. What a weird thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then he asks to be beamed down. Sure. Oh. oh, if only that really happened.
7: He will be joining us momentarily. But first, we must.
0: Now, Andy, yes. as part of one of your deep dives, oh, can yeah? you tell me where I know this guy from? The one on the right. The one on the right. You know, it's, who uh, I just feel like I've seen a thousand times.
1: First of all, let's use this. That's a deep dive by- oh, no. Am I not plugged in? Oh, it pulled out before. Here we go again. That's a deep dive by Andy.
2: There you go.
0: A tiny body of water. Um, Somehow he's not injured. Yeah. Uh, Okay.
1: Uh, I I looked it up, and I'm certain I know him as a criminal
0: in something. What if it was a criminal in life we find out reading on that he's (laughs) a bank heist mastermind in real life?
1: That'd be great. But I looked at his... He was in uh, Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead, but I wouldn't know him from that. Um... And he's got a limited amount of credits, and I can read them all to you. Golden Girls, New Heart, Growing Pains, Just the Ten of Us. How many Golden Girls? Just uh, one? Just one. Mm-hmm. Just two New Hearts. Um, Daughter of the Streets, which is a TV movie. Just the Ten of Us, two episodes. His father, O'Toole, Growing Pains. Perfect Strangers, I guess I would have seen him in, but I don't remember him. Gabriel's Fire... Tag it and things to do in Denver when you're dead. I bet you there is something. That can't be it. Someone just hasn't updated it. I bet you there's something else, and I have him in my head
0: performing something, and it's and I can't place it. This is really maybe you know what it is. Maybe it's Father O'Toole from Just the Ten of Us. For me, it's not what it is for me. Maybe, unless he just looks like the other guy that I'm thinking of. Do you know who we're talking about? Email us, along with your instructions for naval officers.
1: (laughs) I think this guy just looks like the other guy that I'm thinking of.
7: Please go ahead. To be frank, Captain, the ambassador
8: is not a young man. He tires easily. He's going to need a lot of rest to prepare himself for the difficult job that awaits him.
1: Here's a side question. Um, uh, this guy's, his name is... No, that's way. not Cybok. <laughs> is it not oh, Bach? I thought you said this is a Cy question. Is this is a Psy-Bach question. Um, yeah, you know, I know your
0: favorite show was CyQuest. quest Yeah, by uh, <laughs> <laughs> With, William. uh, with, uh, Tom Paris's dad, with Admiral Paris <laughs> as the Admiral in
1: Seaquest. <laughs> my apologies to everyone. William Dennis is this guy's name. But, uh, here's my question... And I wasn't sure if he was uh if he was um a uh
0: spaceman Vulcan. Human.
1: Human. I wasn't sure if he was a human, because like why is he one of Cybok's handlers?
0: Well, I think that that just speaks to the fact that uh I think I think Sarek you said Cybok, but we'll let that no, slide. Sorry because we've been talking a lot of Cyborg lately, but I sure. think Sarek has always been comfortable around humans, hence him taking uh, Amanda as his wife and later Perrin. You know, his son is half-human. He is fixated on humans. I agree. Honestly, I agree with that. He's got human fever. I, and the only prescription is more human. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was the end of the podcast, everybody.
1: <laughs> was it. it all ended right there.
0: We never again spoke.
1: <laughs> the other guy, oh, wait, the, Joanna Miles is Perrin. Yes. He's been in. I'm
0: saying yes, like, of course, but I did not know that. Continue. A bunch of different things.
1: Interestingly, um, same age as Patrick Stewart, although looks uh, considerably older. I guess they dress her up that way. Or well, whatever. that's because she wasn't bald. She, could be. She was in Judge Dredd. Uh,
0: she's in Spencer for Hire. Family. She's in three episodes of Judge Judy. She's very litigious. ER. Small um, claims court. <laughs> currency, Shut up, Matt.
1: Did. Oh, I'm punch drunk. This is <laughs> gonna going to be a very bad on? episode. <laughs> um, and the glass menagerie. Um, nothing else of note. All my children. All right. And then the other guy. Yes. Uh,
0: Sack of S- shit. Um, Sorry, everyone. I shouldn't swear. That's ridiculous. Not even a good born joke. in Bari Puglia, Italy. Mm. Oh. Um, he's in the blacklist
1: recently. Oh, Madam's he looks at doesn't he? He really does. I was in the equalizer
0: Red Riding Hood. I wonder what that is. It's probably about um, Red Riding Hood. Could be. You know? Could be. Should probably, there's like a wolf probably at some point that is faced by Red Riding Hood. Maybe he plays the wolf. Uh, I
1: wonder if I know this guy
0: from Fletch.
1: feels like he's like in that era. You know this guy from Fletch? Which guy? The guy on the right. Tell the, the human. The human. Okay, thank you. Um, in the weeds, frequency, Law and Order, nothing again of uh that that's jumps out as oh he was in Sopranos
0: as young Junior. Oh yeah, whenever they would do those uh, flashbacks. Oh, he to was junior. young Junior. Wait a minute.
1: Oh, he could, does kind of look like Junior. He does.
0: Very Italian.
1: Oh, fascinating. Although this was. This was in '90. He was playing young junior, and ten years later, oh
7: yeah. <laughs> <I forgot laughs> nine, how long nine years ago. later, I
0: mean,
8: it's
7: like we <laughs> got how long ago goes was. Laguerre four. You have my assurance that the ambassador will not be disturbed during the voyage. That's all we ask. Well, now that's settled, the ambassador is waiting.
0: Now, Andy, this is, I think, the first signal that he's having problems, because he's not even facing the right way on the transporter pad. (laughs) (laughs) Just for this reveal. You know what? Is it O'Brien? Parent, I'm going to reveal myself to them. I'll stand this way. This would be so dramatic. You shouldn't worry about that. You're a Vulcan. I understand, but the humans appreciate the pageantry.
1: (laughs) You're a Vulcan. Welcome I'm going, going to throw device. off my hood of also. Saric. That's a nice touch.
7: We come to serve. Your service honors us. Allow me to present she who is my wife, Mrs. Sarik.
0: Matt, I He's want you to introduce gone, me from that way from now on. I'd like you to introduce he who is my co-host. <laughs> this is Andrew Zagunda. I think it would have
1: gone much better with Sarah Minich if I had it happen. Did I say her She'll name wrong?
0: He who is my co-host. <laughs> 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 Actually probably Would have gone badly For Captain, both of us would then. you be
3: so kind As to show us To our quarters
7: Handle on the necessary details I will examine it For myself
3: Perhaps it would be best If we settled in first
7: You know I
0: skipped over
7: They worry about my health
0: Picard's fancy line Which one
7: We come to serve Your service honors us Allow me to present She nope, this we know now that's settled. The ambassador.
0: Just Wait. when he says welcome to the Enterprise, it's like I think it's like a sort of like a, a meme. <laughs> no, just a great line to hear.
7: Welcome aboard the Enterprise, Ambassador Sarek.
0: It's like the bridging of all of Trek. That is true. You know what I mean? In fact, it's exactly what Kirk said. I'm just kidding. In Journey to Babel. What did Kirk say in Journey to Babel? God, I forget. Anyway, this is a tangent that I could take us on right now, where I pull up Journey to Babel. Uh, You
1: wouldn't be disappointing our fan
0: base. I feel like I might be. Maybe. Let's find out.
1: This is is driving me crazy, this William Dennis thing. Oh,
0: maybe he listens to the show and that's why we know him? (laughs) Did we meet him in Star Trek Vegas? Did we? Is he? Are you him?
1: It's possible.
0: Oh. oh, no. I don't want to hear that. That's too much. I don't like the auto-playing feature of um, Netflix. I think it's ridiculous. Oh, Andy, the last episode of Star Trek I was watching was the Omega Glory. How about that? Hmm. Season two. Oh. I'm in the middle of Journey to Babel. Here we go. <laughs> Classic. First command under these circumstances. You bring command over to Scotty.
2: Cool. Oh,
1: yeah. Is that the Galileo? It is, in,
0: I believe. A couple of red shirts, probably about to die. No, they're also security. It's a very formal thing. They're greeting the ambassador. We'll see. <laughs> They're all in dress uniforms. Ooh, nice track and shot.
7: How does that Vulcan salute go?
9: That hurts worse than the uniform.
0: <laughs> oh I love it. Good banter right there. Less Roby in this one. Captain James Kirk. Yeah, much more cash. Captain. He doesn't say welcome to the Enterprise. My
4: first officer,
7: <laughs> my Spock. <laughs> honors us with your presence. We come to serve. We come to serve. <gasps> your service honors us, Captain. <gasps> Thank
0: you. Give some Spock, a cold shoulder.
7: Chief Medical Officer, Doctor McCoy.
1: Ambassador, Doctor. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, McCoy can't do it. It's kind of a battle. These are. AIDS. This uniform
7: a- is. Who is my wife? <gasps>
1: Captain Kirk. They do a weird holding hands thing. God bless you,
7: madam. As
4: soon as you're settled, I'll arrange a tour of the ship. Mr. Spark will conduct you. I prefer another guide, Captain. <laughs> oh snap! <laughs> as you wish, asking. Mr. Spark, we'll leave orbit in two hours. Would you care to beam down and visit your
8: parents? <laughs> Awkward. <laughs>
7: Ambassador Sarek and his wife are my parents.
1: <laughs> Why do they always make Sarek so yellow? He's yellow in in the TNG episode, and he's yellow here. I Much more yellow the, it's than Spock.
0: It's the green blood for the skin. Oh, did they make all that? I feel
1: like even the other Vulcan isn't as yellow as him. Also, Mark Leonard is, uh, isn't he
0: Greek? <laughs> You're just saying he's a yellow person. I'm saying he has, I'm saying he has different skin tone. <laughs> I guess so. Then, say, a uh, Spock, who is, uh, I believe, uh, Leonard Nimoy, is an Ashkenazi Jew, I believe. Is he? I, I think so. That sounds right.
7: Welcome aboard the Enterprise. Now we're
0: That's hearing this. See?
7: We come to serve. Your service honors us. Allow me to present she who is my wife, Mrs. Sarek.
3: Please call me Perrin, Captain.
7: This is my first officer, Commander William Riker.
3: Captain, would you be so kind as to show us to our quarters?
7: I prefer to view the conference room first. Ambassador, I'm sure Sakath and I can handle all the necessary details. I will examine it for myself
3: perhaps it would be best if we settled in first
7: awkward (laughs) they worry about my health captain too much you will take me to the conference room please if you'll follow me sir
0: i mean this just seems like everything's going fine but this is a weird act break ready
1: So strange. A look, like straight to camera look.
0: look at Chief O'Brien, raise an eyebrow, and then sigh off to his left, off to his right. The weird thing to me is he looks right into camera at the end here. You he's, think he's going
1: to have a Ferris Bueller thing. See, life moves pretty fast on the Enterprise. <laughs> if you don't beam around once in a while,
0: oh, you can miss Andy, it. Andy, put your hand down. I'm not high-fiving you.
1: Oh. I'm sure you were going to high five me did you hear my first Bueller joke
5: <laughs> controls are ready what's next what are you in some kind of a hurry or something yeah I have a date a date with who,
4: with
3: who? Dumont. really
1: I feel like Very he attractive.
3: I gotta admit Wes, though I'm a bit surprised what That you would go out with me no then you'd actually have the nerve to ask her way to go
1: I feel like he took a huge jump in confidence suddenly. Wesley did.
0: In this episode? Yeah.
1: He's only asking girls out, he's not he's not being
0: all fidgety about it, he's well I think once confident. you express true love with um a shape shifting creature that turns into like a bear. Yeah. You know, I think that changes you moving forward.
1: Right? Like, you know what, I might as well just leave it all on the floor. Remember
0: the Dauphin? I sure do. That was probably the first episode we went over two hours. Matt <laughs> no, just went down a <laughs> hole where he looked at all the episodes to see when our our Let terrible habits began. Super long. <laughs> Andy, what are you scrolling for?
1: <laughs> I'm trying to find what cop this guy played. I know he played a dirty cop in something. William Dennis, but it's not listed. If I it's not him, it's someone who looks exactly like him. Is there
0: an IMDb Pro you could sign into huh? that might have a listing that doesn't? Is not on regular International Movie Database? You a different one, you mean? Now, I'm asking, like, for this William Dennis character, right? If you could sign into IMDb Pro and maybe get a different result, but I don't. I yawn. I don't think so. And in all fairness, I should. Don't
5: need to do it. All right.
0: Now, here's uh, Sarek's first fit of anger we get to see here. Okay.
7: The room is not ready.
0: Well, it's not really anger, is it? No.
7: Ambassador, model of Ford, Ensign Crusher is still... The Legarens are very sensitive in matters of protocol. You will remove all the furniture from the room. The walls must be bare. I'm sure everything will be set up according to our specifications before the Legarens arrive. Isn't that right, Captain? I assure you, Ambassador, everything will be ready before the conference begins.
3: My husband and I have every confidence in you, Captain.
7: I have worked for 93 years in preparation for this meeting. It is vital that no detail be overlooked. Perhaps we should allow these gentlemen to
8: return to their work ambassador.
0: 93 years? Do you think he was working on it during the episode journey to Babel? Possibly. Wow. Yeah.
1: Mind-blowing. I'd like it if somebody piped in like, "But were you working the whole time?" Come on. 93 years? That would be excellent. That's not straight.
7: walls are too bright these walls are too bright
1: <laughs> now he's an interior designer and Sackith's
0: robe clashes with everything
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> these croutons for the Caesar salad are too large I like this downbeat on the bridge yeah where the, like it's I feel like it's an actual... Andy, stop looking for him.
1: I, you know, I'm Please allowed to do my own thing. You're constantly looking at your own stuff while the podcast is going on. No,
0: I'm not. We have two <laughs>
1: screens here. You see everything I'm doing. Everything's, yeah, but I've seen you, yeah, you. You look at other stuff constantly when it was facing away from me. Oh,
0: boy.
7: <laughs> we'll respect Mr. Mendros.
0: Anyway, uh, people at long home, long I really enjoy this moment in the show because I feel, like, I feel like it is sort of like that moment that we don't really often see on the bridge where, like, he's sitting casually, he's turned towards Frakes, Frakes is turned towards him, and it's like they're having just this, like, conversation. So I've got to imagine that the 97% of the time on the bridge where nothing is particularly interesting happening, this is how they talk to each other.
7: I suppose they were foolish and vain, my expectations of this voyage. Sharing his thoughts, memories... His unique understanding of the history he's made.
9: Does this mean you're going to cancel the concert this evening?
7: No, the concert will go ahead as scheduled, but it's a pity our guest of honor will be absent. For all we know, the ambassador might enjoy an evening's entertainment.
9: Why not ask his wife if she'd like to attend?
7: That's an excellent idea, counselor. You have the bridge, number one.
1: So, they exchange a weird look here. Which who? Troy and Riker. Where he like gives her a look like, What are you doing? And she's like she's like, I'm working on something.
0: Oh, I think it was more like a I can't believe he listened to you. Why? Because she's always full of not great ideas. <laughs> I see. So is that I think it was like score. <laughs> I think it was like some good natured ribbing uh-huh. from him. Like, oh well, look at that. You got him to leave. Possibly. I wish I wish he high-fived her and then sat in the captain's chair. Yeah. Because he has the bridge now. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, this was their little thing. Troy, you want to do it? You want to take the Troy. T- Troy, it's my turn. Um, good. No, you, you go ahead. I'm going to get to it. Okay. He's going to get to it. I got a theory Come coming.
7: In. I hope I'm not intruding.
3: Not at all, Captain. But Zarek is in meditation at the moment.
0: She says Sarek. Everyone else says Sarek. Maybe she's saying it right.
3: I thought the same
7: thing. Hmm. Actually, I came to see you.
3: Well, how nice. I so rarely get visitors of my own. Usually everyone wants to see the ambassador.
7: I find that hard to believe. Thank you. <laughs> okay.
4: Actually, I should go.
0: I'm going to go the whole... The whole theme for this one. <laughs> well, it's not like we're going to get any shorter, so you might as well.
1: Here it is. Where are all the bathrooms at? Who let an android have a cat? Is Data just pretending to be so dim? No one knows the answers.
0: Least of all him, it's saying.
1: I think that Picard is uh, is into Perrin (laughs) I think that's why Troy senses this and is is sort of saying maybe you should go and talk to her because Troy also knows that Picard hasn't had sex and and is uh, scared of it. Doesn't um, understand. We're it. like three episodes past Captain's Holiday. He got. We it don't on know down what there. happened. We don't know what happened. We know that he kissed her and didn't know what it was. Didn't understand what was happening. <laughs> but we don't know what happened after that. Um, and uh, I think it's tied. It feels like I think they're the same age, but it feels like uh, Perrin is is a little bit matronly, mm-hmm. and it ties into a sort of a sub theory that I think that Picard has some mommy issues. He got all that stuff with his ghost mom, and that all those weird scenes. Get
0: a ghost mom? Yeah, I
1: don't remember, remember what that. in the uh, in the episode where everybody's imagining different things, and on the I don't remember what the reason was, and then he he remembers his French mom that's for some reason speaking with a German accent.
0: I don't even remember that.
1: I seem to be remembering more about these episodes than you are recently. Also, the people recently said. You said I was crazy when I was talking about the. Uh, oh, I didn't have any memory of the arms dealing. Yeah, yeah no, the none freedom. whatsoever. Um, and then I have a time code, but it's much later in the episode. But since we're in this area, can you jump ahead to forty ten? There's a Picard's weird monologue about Perrin, and after he mind melds with Sarek. Oh, you're
0: really jumping in. We don't know. Right, we can get to no, it later. No, it's okay. We'll play Andy's theory.
6: Give me back my control!
1: Jean-Luc! Well, oh, I maybe mean, it's a little late in this. Oh, here we are. Herod.
7: Amen. A man. I wanted to give you so much more. I wanted to show you such tenderness.
1: <laughs> so I think he's playing out all sorts of weird stuff with Perrin. I think the reason that he offers himself so readily to mind mel with Sarek is because he knows he can't ever do anything with Perrin because that's not dignified and it's and it's not right. And this is the closest he's going to get to uh, feeling what it's like to be married. To, uh, Sarek's wife.
5: Oh. <laughs>
0: I blew it. He no-looked clicked that. He didn't look. He just clicked. He blew it.
3: And his theories are very interesting because he's really smart. Certainly Here's, proved I,
0: that I wrong on that one. I don't know where to come at your theory with, uh, here. Because I'm quite curious, is it... How much of your theory is your actual interpretation of what's happening in the episode, what do you and mean? how much of it is you needing to come up with a theory?
1: It's uh, the, my, well, the way I come at it is: this is the thing that strikes me as I watch these moments. Uh-huh. I feel like Picard is acting oddly with her, and so then that's when I try to come up with but a I theory feel like to he's explain. Just so
0: nervous around Sarah like well, seemingly, like, I'm not saying that most, he's not playing out. Go ahead. This is the most nervous we've ever seen him. The Definitely. Most sort of like the most um, reverence he's given towards another being.
1: Well, it might be a weird dynamic that he's playing out, where he's he's so um, he's so fixated on Sarek. So it has to do with that. That that he's like, imagine if
0: I was with Sarek's
1: wife. Imagine I was Sarah with Sarek's wife.
0: Something like that. He's just trying to get with what Sarek gets with. Yes. Is that what you're saying? I think so. Okay. More into that theory now.
1: Or the mom thing. Either
0: way. Or the mom thing. With the French mother that I have no recollection of. You can look it My up. My brain. No, I believe you. Yeah. Because I vaguely remember it, but I'm also like partially remembering the Michelle Phillips episode. We'll always have Paris. Oh um, yeah. So I don't know. It's my brain just seems to be not pulling things the way it used to. Huh Plus the migraines. Did I die? <laughs> I. You're not came dead to yet.
1: You and your husband. Oh. The guy wrote us with a bunch of solutions for migraines. Mm-hmm. Did I send it to you? You did. Okay. Have I read it?
7: I don't Probably not I'm guessing Correct To a Mozart recital this evening
3: What a tempting offer
1: She's into it
3: I uh, doubt that the ambassador Will be able to attend
4: Making a little room
3: I will make it a point to ask him
7: Well then I hope to see you this evening
3: As do I Bye bye I
0: leave now
1: She doesn't know what she's going to do. She's worried. She's attracted, too. She's got to go tell Yellow Sarek.
3: You're still unable to meditate.
7: It is of no importance.
3: It has eluded you for many weeks.
7: I said it is of no importance.
3: You know I am right.
7: My wife, you will leave me now. I require solitude.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel like you Did you have any theories On this
6: I thought for no, sure You'd have theories here Okay lock it off.
1: I think I just had reactions
3: Said it Can I get out of here now It's your hurry You don't really think Anything's gonna happen With Suzanne Dumont do you
0: Now It's here quite it is. a slam Here it is Okay Jordy started this
1: Oh yeah you're right
0: Yeah sure This is Jordy starting it Sure He just wants to go Yeah He's he's wanted to take I'm a shot at this kid for a long time. Like some people. And now he's now he's digging. Now he's fighting back. Yeah. It's a lot like our fights. It is true. That's Which one of us Just is Just what it sounds
3: like. Let me tell you something.
0: I guess you gotta be Geordie. <laughs> oh,
3: you'd that get amazing. more action out of a good book than you'll ever see on this date, I'll guarantee it. She's not going to waste her time on someone like you. Someone like me? She's way out of your league. Since when did you become an expert on women? Compared to you, every male on this ship is an expert on women. Well, at least I don't have to find my women on the holodeck. Ooh.
0: Whoa! Uh, oh, you got to find your, uh, your uh, air horn for that one. Oh, my goodness. That is just the Dirtiest throwdown in the history of Star Trek, I think. By the way, this is my main reaction to this. Everyone's been talking about that around the ship, apparently.
1: This is this is the thing. If everyone is talking about that around the ship, why is everybody giving Barkley crap? Everybody knows he tried to have sex with the
0: Enterprise! (laughs) Uh, but do you think it's more like a also, like he told them in confidence. Are people so? Or is it that he's like hearing about it in ten forward?
1: People are so adjusted in the future that they don't play out any weird thing on the on the uh, on the holodeck. Wait, don't they establish that Riker? Isn't Riker pretty well established as getting it on with a bunch of people on the holodeck? Certainly in established minuet. Established by who? In minuet, it's it's pretty implied do you remember I mean they fall
0: in love he falls in love with her (laughs) he's not having sex with tell me William
1: Riker is not having sex with that lady on the holodeck I think he's doing
0: whatever Will Riker does I I also don't think Will Riker I don't know why it sounds weird I also don't, don't think Will needs holodeck ladies I don't even need them. I I think he's insatiable. I feel like he's been working his way up. He's since deck (laughs) forty-two, and he's just now gotten up to deck eight.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Something you'd get more action out of a good book than you'll ever see on this date. I'll guarantee it. She's not going to waste her time on someone like you. Someone like me? She's way out of your league. Since when did you become an expert on women? Compared to you, every male on this ship is an expert on women. Well, I start out to have to fight my women on the holodeck. What did you say? You
5: heard me. Yeah, I heard you. Just what do you <laughs> Everybody think Everybody
4: talks about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I asked a question. By the way, I like pissed off Riker coming in sure well I like Riker just coming in and then seeing this happening and then cracking the whip is like I'm fucking commander Riker what is happening
3: no sir nothing wrong
4: here may I be excused commander anything you'd like to talk about Jordy no sir
1: they got a great twitch from Riker Oh, wait, oh. wait. Oh, it happened. Oh, it did? Yeah. yeah I didn't see it. Um, I like it. Um, one thing, uh, just about Will Wheaton and LeVar Burton, they are playing Mr. Nice Guy in every other episode of Trek, and often when you have ca- uh, actors that play the nice the nice person all the time, they have trouble kind of accessing their their rage for
0: for moments like this.
1: These guys nail it. Will Wheaton is the one I'm the most impressed with.
0: Well, I think Will had a lot of teenage rage at that period—what, seventeen, it, 18 years old?
1: Sometimes it looks awkward when he's gonna make that change, and he just fits it on like a glove. He should have played more more parts like that. Well, it's weird
0: coming out of—I I believe he does in The Big Bang Theory. <laughs>
1: oh yeah? Is he? He's like Sheldon's
0: nemesis, I believe. I don't know. I haven't seen Me either. either.
1: Is he playing Will Wheaton, or he's just playing a guy? He's playing Will Wheaton.
0: <laughs> That's funny. Um, but, um, the, the other part of, I feel like I sound weird. Do I? Am I crazy? You were turning like into my me. Mic is... You don't remember the episode. <laughs> <This laughs> is... Did we mind melt? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> You're having a free hearing sound problems. Oh no. oh, no. Now I'm attracted to Perrin. <laughs> oh, is, makes... right? is Picard bleeding through the
7: screen?
1: Soon I'll be yelling at people about Come being on, a do, bully later. A hey,
0: he deserved... i kidding.
7: Is he going to double down? <laughs> featured soloist this evening
0: i want to know i've been programmed to reproduce what the um viola players deal is why he's so into it and close his eyes oh he's an ensign and he's like 75 years old (laughs) he came to it late in life and he's an ensign in um ops or i suppose yeah ops or engineering yeah what does he do? How do you Why know he's he
1: only an ensign? Did you see him in, in engineering or? Well, that's, he's, that's, the the, color. that's the division color. That's yeah. division color. Gotcha. They're all yellow in
4: engineering?
0: Yeah. Oh, interesting. Think back to Broccoli. Sure.
4: The individual musical styles of over 300 concert violinists, including Heifetz, Menuhin, Grocte, and Tatalia.
0: <laughs> I'm watching him, like, ho- like hardcore watching that guy extra act in the background. He must be. But I think he's a a viola player. Like, for sure, right? Must be. Must be. Do you have a preference? Now look at the skin tone on both Vulcans. Green blood.
1: Oh, you're right.
2: That was always the the case?
0: Yeah.
1: I guess Spock
0: wasn't as much
1: because he was half human. I hope you find the performance, please. I
7: look forward to it. At your convenience, Mr. Data. Please.
0: By the way, they have, like, two guys back here that are just wearing clothes from Macy's. <laughs> There's two guys that are standing in the row behind Picard and Troy. Excuse uh, me. Is
1: my costume finished?
0: Oh, no. The, Am I supposed to be here, in here? No, no. Costuming just said put this on. But oh. but but this is from Macy's. <laughs> is gonna, I thought this was the, the future. Aren't I going to look like a jerk? But, but, but. <laughs> so at 13 minutes and four seconds in you will see the guys I'm talking about. I don't... I just... I'm so... No, no. The guy's not a real viola player. He's not... Th- Pantomiming it well. May yes, I did the way that Brent
1: Spiner was playing the violin bump you? Because I was I couldn't tell if he was doing a terrible job or not. It felt like it was it was not matching with anything
0: that we were hearing. Oh. I don't know how much of that click track they were listening to. Maybe yeah, they didn't even know. And like I bet this was all like in post the edit, they were like,
1: Well, this looks close enough. I was hoping I could find out which one was the
0: guy, but is there any way of it would be an ops guy, right? Oh, are you kidding me? This guy? You're, there's no way this guy isn't fucking Buck McDancer. <laughs> no way. Let's see. I've got
1: a lot of stuff. Oh no. Uh, no, he's the. He, I think he's the guy
0: who uh, who
2: face-pams?
1: who face uh
0: Yeah, Buck McDancer. Oh, I think I can find is him. a name unlike any name I've ever heard in my life Dennis. and it might be the best name I've ever heard in my life Robert Daniels let's see if no it's not him oh man <laughs>
1: there's, uh, there's so many guys because of the fight scene is it this guy? it uh, could be uh uh-huh. huh an independence day? this guy I don't know I'll keep looking keep playing
0: no that could be him uh Oh, he's a lieutenant. I'm sorry, everybody. He's a lieutenant. I mean, we don't have to hear this. He cries, and Picard sees this. And uh, then we jump into the Wesley Beverly scene.
1: Ch- no, cellist. But he's not. Is he a cellist?
0: Nope. that's no, that guy. You're really? so close to finding him. Uh-huh, uh, doesn't
1: have the other
0: the other members of the band so weird i guess the other guy must
1: have been real that's why he was overplaying it as jones no (laughs) kind of triple
4: all right said i may be going suzanne wanted to go to the arboretum
6: captain picard asked me where you were I don't like making excuses for you. Excuses? Come on, Mom. It wasn't an
5: official function.
6: Listen, young man. No. You have responsibilities, and I want you to live Found up him, to
0: them. Found him, but it doesn't have any don't information. Lieutenant One. The operations division lieutenant was one of four musicians at the Mozart concert held for Ambassador Sarek and the crew of the Enterprise D in 2366. It's played by unknown actor. Aww. I want him to be what known. What about the other guy? What did the other? What did
1: the cellist get all that uh... screen time? Yeah,
6: you're overreacting a little. Don't talk back to me. Okay, I won't. Where do you think you're going? Away from you. Oh
0: snap!
6: And then-
0: I think she did hit him. It does look like it's real? Cause he got, you know, he's got a little red on the face there. Yeah. And he probably was like.
1: Yeah, go ahead. It's interesting that they played it in that scene, I guess because he'd already had his angry scene, that Wesley was being reasonable, and just it was just Beverly that was freaking out.
0: I mean, that probably would have like, been... Like, wouldn't the vibe have been... Don't you think that would have been too redundant? Possibly. Okay. Great. We finally agree on something. But also, I like this scene with Troy.
6: I just slapped it really hard
0: who for some reason has not sensed all of this emotional that chaos is a crazy part of this episode
6: i slept well.
0: she later
1: sort of talks Do about you know it why you but
6: i've never hit my son in his life
9: beverly this is important what were you thinking when you hit wes i wasn't thinking about anything i was just angry and Wes didn't provoke you in any way It wasn't anything he said or anything he did No, that's just it
6: It was a sudden burst of anger I still can't believe I did it I don't know why you did it either But I can tell you that I've
9: heard the same kind of story From ten different people Over the last two days
0: Maybe
1: this was what this happened to you With the s- face group, Matt
9: Sark. Oh,
0: well, we did do that oh, We already, did we that, already said that
1: huh. All right, There you go
0: I thought you were but just talking
1: about I agree about, with you. I thought you were talking about his uh his senility, not his, you know his 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 Vulcan
0: disease Maybe all of it's coming at me. Not the vibe. Oh no, I was saying that I the anger from Sarek was bleeding through to me and then oh, I, I projected that onto poor Brian.
1: By the way, that to me is a crazy part of this episode and I guess we can talk about it as we go. But uh, it's, it's it's such a huge part of the subplot and I feel like it's never really fully explained.
0: Yeah, and also like it's like you put Troy, in there.
1: She should have sensed it immediately.
0: Unless there's like right off the top, some...
1: why should there have been even any debate? She should have said, "You know, Sarek feels a ton of emotion the second he got off the transporter."
0: Maybe all Vulcans always feel a ton of emotion. That is an but interesting it's just question. Chained inside. Does you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. So maybe. Although she does, she says that, something like that, later. Uh, again, I like a little downtime situation. So I like this little tour of the bridge. That is nice. Yes. It is normally occupied by
4: Captain Picard, Commander Riker, and Counselor Troy. Counselor Troy is a Betazoid.
0: And then he tries to explain why she doesn't sense this.
4: Half Betazoid. Her father was human. Then she is not a true telepath. Her skills She's are empathic useless. in nature. She is able to sense the emotions of other beings.
8: What is Captain Picard's background in diplomacy? Extensive. The captain's first diplomatic contact dates back And to what of his knowledge of the Lagarns? Would he be able to conduct negotiations with them should the need arise?
0: be a shame if something would have happened to him <laughs> it's wait, Sopranos wait, no part. no not yet <laughs> you're, you're ten not years in Sopranos yet you're ten years early do you foresee such a circumstance occurring I don't know if you don't pay me maybe that something bad would happen Is <laughs> Ambassador do you Sarah need Gandhi something Logan? to happen to this guy this mook? <laughs> you know I could uh, maybe talk to my friend the dirty cop <laughs> but at least that's what Andy thinks you know Vulcans don't really? turn over
1: on anybody because we don't feel anything this is offensive to is
0: it? Italians.
1: Oh, we don't, they don't have to be Italians. They're just mobsters.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like uh, Bobby Duval, you know? He's half-Jew. <laughs> Half-Irish. Half yeah, Half-Irish Jew. What is it? Yeah, he's uh, half-Irish. And then you have... Uh, Tom Hagen. You have uh, De Niro and Casino. That's right. What is he? Full Jew. Is he full Jew? Yeah, he's... Um, God, what's his name in that movie? I love Casino so much. We should watch it. Aces, Aces High with the uh, Rothstein. <laughs> Sam Rothstein. Right. Various possible
8: permutations of His army.
0: fake talk show that was it's a real hilarious. thing. Now, speaking of an Irish temper. Yeah. I mean... This is really flaring. Andy's yawning again, everybody. I'm again, really Ironically, at 5.30 this morning, someone sends me a message that I says, t- we're going to really be playing that yawn sitting thing today because you're up working out. <laughs> and I'm
1: doing it myself, and here it is. I yawned. I deserve it.
7: We were sitting here. Well, we're sitting here now.
9: Come
3: on, fella. This is our table. Really? Funny I don't see your name on it. Now, is this guy supposed to be doing an accent? Funny,
0: I don't see our name on it. No, I don't think he was. I think he was just doing a tough guy. I think this That's is Bruce terrible. McDancer. Let's see. Every stuntman's going to be Bruce McDancer. No, I think Bruce McDancer was in an ops uniform. I'm curious.
1: This guy's in hey. sciences, right? Hey He's blue? Guys? Yeah. There's some kind of problem here.
6: Well, there seems to be some question as to whose table this is.
4: Well, there are plenty of other tables right i
8: suppose you're right
0: you know what was funny about me watching this i just thought to myself oh it's a river of slime that tub is full of uh slime from <laughs> ghostbusters too. you think that's where they got it from honestly i was like what what is happening here i thought that the slime i thought that the tub of lagarin liquid was somehow gonna have the effect like i for, i had forgotten so much of this episode this guy is played by john h
1: francis who is uh, a native of new newport pembroke pembrokeshire
0: wales so he was doing an accent a his, welsh accent
1: he had a welsh his normal
0: accent, accent. <laughs> his normal accent was welsh
1: why
3: don't i get everybody another round of drinks all right
1: look at them staring each other down Wales versus Ireland
3: I don't have to
8: tell you that insubordination is a serious charge to be filed against any officer I am aware of that commander however it's deboto directly challenged my authority
0: ironically wararf not affected by any of this world
8: tempers become a little frayed on the ship lately I had
0: his temper is little been bit- always
1: flared he's, he's he's just dealt with his anger we would be hilarious if just as a side note like I'm sorry I had to kill him it's just like that was that was what yeah he's normally angry and then he killed somebody he when wasn't he was. required commander <laughs> why do you look at me like this oh let's make a giant court case out of it Michael Doran didn't
0: need that I felt bad about. This is that, that was this is the most violent thing I've seen in Star Trek. It really this is. This guy ramming this guy's head into the ten forward bar. He's basically what do they call it when they
1: side-harrp something or basically
0: doing that. It's crazy. It's crazy.
3: I see what you mean.
0: Like what is what how do you st- you here's what he should do. Yeah. If I'm Worf. Stun everybody. Pull out my phaser and I just start popping everyone. Oh, how
1: amazing would that them be? To sleep. Like, yeah, I boom, assume you boom, could boom, put boom, boom, like a boom, boom, wide, kind of cyclops-wide beam on it, can't you? Or no? You're you're
0: saying an optic blast? Yeah, like a wide optic blast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let's read the TNG uh, X-Men crossover. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should. Look at that lady. I suppose we don't need to hear this, but like there is one punch here that. The, what is happening here? I don't He's know. trying to separate them. They're shoving their hands at each other's faces. Yeah. Now, Warf just—he does do. He did. He does. He's big the the on the face. The face palms.
2: That guy.
0: That guy just cracked. Look at Warf in the background. <laughs> what is the deal? <laughs> I mean, what do you do now, right? Do you, do you court-martial that guy for punching a superior officer in the He's, face? I can tell
1: you that did not help that guy's career. I'll tell you that much. But uh, Riker, I thought, is a badass. How
0: did he even get caught off guard by this schmo? I think he just wasn't expecting to people face-pumped. under his command to uh-huh. try to kill him. you got to be ready.
1: Ready at all times. Like The other guy's doing very unconvincing. I do like... Uh, reaching
0: over past Worf
1: in that yeah. last shot.
0: I also like the aftermath we see here of them cleaning up the table. Yeah. These are the two guys who also bring the macaroni and cheese platters to the president's circle. (laughs) Well, this is a mess. Look at this.
3: Captain,
9: this is not an isolated incident. There have been reports of random violence all over the ship.
0: This is a lighting we never see in 10 Forward. It's true, the after hours lighting
9: this is somehow c- Yeah, this is
0: last call lighting Last call lighting
6: There's no indication of any bacteria or virus
1: No gynon to be seen I know.
6: I've checked the water, food replicator, airborne samples
7: This is a hell of a time Well, whatever it is I don't want it to affect the ambassador I want his quarters isolated from the rest of the crew Until we've identified the cause
6: It's not that simple, Captain we have determined that the outbreak of violence started at virtually the same time that Sarek and his party beamed onto the ship. We do have a... Work- a
1: what? This is all... I feel like when he this comes... This is all he happens,
0: hearsay and happens. happenstance. 100%. And it's crazy, right?
1: And, and, that, and that Picard uses this to try to convince Sarek through logic that he, he's responsible is insanity.
0: I agree 100%
6: in theory we believe that it's possible that ambassador Sarek himself is responsible for these incidents Sarek I felt something during the concert
9: vague and undefined but very disturbing
7: he cried I saw that I couldn't believe it a Vulcan moved to tears by music It's.
9: well Vulcans do have the same basic emotions we do they've just learned to repress them that's what I said during the concert it. was that he'd lost control What would
7: cause such a loss of control?
6: There's a very rare condition that sometimes affects Balkans over the age of 200 Bend Eye Syndrome Its early symptoms include sudden bursts of emotion mostly.
0: The, it, Patrick Stewart in this scene, if you look at his face acting It's like he's constantly fighting off a sneeze And he's going to school face acting
6: National anger Eventually, all emotional control is lost. It's <laughs> well, constantly fighting. His it feet. is.
7: It would be more offensive to a Vulcan. Their emotional detachment is the very core of their being. How would this affect others on board the ship?
9: Vulcans possess telepathic abilities. Sarek may unintentionally be projecting intense emotions onto other people.
0: I wouldn't know, though. It's emotions, so like I. I it's not my area. I'm going
1: to go. Side Have note, yeah. um, Matt asked in the uh, in the Frakes uh, Syrtis panel, um, sort of floated out a question, which I felt was very uh, uh, TNC influenced from your from our discussions on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Something that sort of led her into talking about her take on Troy. And and basically agreeing with everything we say in terms of the the characterization, kind of not being very problematic, I felt not being very problematic. You're saying it? No, it being char- Yeah,
0: it, yeah. The characterization sort of not being as fleshed out and, and, and yeah, such. it's yeah. Just also like inconsistent powers. You don't know what like what can she can do and can't do. They have to rewrite everything every time to, for the story to work. Yeah, I think it was very interesting. I'm in the
7: Lagarans, Beam on board.
9: They could very
7: well be affected too. Is there a treatment? Mm, nah, I'm. Lo- you're looking at the
0: wrong person. I'm I not a doctor. About I, what it? am I supposed to do? <laughs> I, I, I just I mean, J. J. <laughs> Troy went to medical school too. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> <But> the <laughs> thing is, I think it highlights
1: the problem when they have Troy and Beverly tag team in these in these medical scenes. <laughs> like it's got two people <laughs> who are not being helpful, sort of trying to go could be this and then also i think it could be this you know
7: and it's just like you don't need it yeah very weird Sadik has built a personal relationship with them they will accept no one else well how can we confirm your diagnosis
0: how do we end up on mind melding who suggests it he, he, so he confronts uh, Bad Cop 1 right. who again we're just assuming played a bad cop in something Andy saw it drives me crazy
7: cause of these outbursts before the Laguerons arrive
0: and he's like listen Sarek's causing all kinds of havoc and he's like well no he's not also figure out what is I gotta go it'd be like Total Recall that kind of movie maybe he's from that It could be from that kind of movie. Uh, I like Data's usage of you're a Vulcan, you can't lie. Here we go. Yeah.
8: Have I given you cause to think otherwise? You have voiced certain reservations to me about his abilities. I do not recall making such a statement. Not
4: directly, no. But you did question me about the diplomatic capabilities of both Captain
8: Picard and Counselor Troi.
0: And then you asked if... I should want their legs to get broken.
8: (laughs) I am honor bound to help Sarek carry out this mission. That is the only answer I can give.
4: Then you must decide which is your greater obligation. Your loyalty to Sarek or your duty to the Federation. Can you accept the logic of continuing this mission?
8: Tell your captain... The mission is in jeopardy
0: unless he pays the vig.
4: <laughs> Sacketh has been able, until recently, to use his telepathic skills to reinforce Sark's emotional control. But-
0: I like that they just telephone this into the next scene. Yeah, I like that little technique of let's let's just jump. Let's just we got to get moving here.
1: I think they do it in the next. We're just scene. building
0: towards this this mind melt mind melt they, they think they do it in the next scene too
1: where picard has come up with the idea off screen right I think so although protecting others from the why is it picard that has to do it as opposed to Sacketh?
0: Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if Andy's charger it. was here uh, I know, I apologize to everyone. Why do
1: you not have your charger with you? I, I always assume that I'll have enough juice.
0: <laughs> for our nine hour podcasts? Yeah. Because of his deterioration, he hasn't been doing a very good job. The strain of this mission
4: on
7: Sarek has made it impossible. It's ironic, isn't it? All this magnificent technology, we still find ourselves susceptible to the ravages of old age.
0: He's gonna replay this conversation in the new series. I know, I was thinking about that I was thinking about it too We were both thinking about it
7: Loss of dignity A slow betrayal of our bodies by forces we cannot master Do you still want to be one of us, Data? Sir, it is conceivable, even for me
4: That time will eventually lead to irreparable circuit failure But there is one thing I do not understand Sarek is a logical intelligent being
0: by the way they should put Brent Spiner in the show and fucking do the Kurt Russell uh Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 situation DH him just smooth smooth out Brent Spiner
1: with oh, CG I agree Can they, do you think that's too expensive to do for a major character well he doesn't have to be major I was thinking that recently too anyway this is what I was going to play before
8: It perfect sense that Andy broke it
4: Probably forever That you, Andy There you go. I like it. The effects of Bendai Syndrome are apparent.
7: Why would such a man choose to ignore them? Logic fails us sometimes, data. I think this is one of those times. I can only guess that he does not see or he does not wish to see the truth and he's being insulated against that truth by those who love him most.
0: You know, like me and uh, me. What? Confront <laughs> <of> him. <clears throat> oh, I forgot about this scene. Where they start flipping out at each other. On the bridge. Oh,
7: I love this. On a task that I'm looking forward to.
0: I don't
8: understand this. Everyone is protecting Sarek, his wife, Mandrozen, even you. What
7: will you have me do? March down there and destroy the man. The mission with the Legarans cannot be carried out With Sarek in this condition
4: I know that, then tell him that there is no way Don't you tell me what to do Captain, commander
1: they love update hands in this He's like such a fuss budget (laughs) No, no Of course
0: You're right Like it is really like What does anyone do in that situation? What do you mean? You you know
1: it's being you're being influenced to have that fight. Right. So you but just pull back if they him.
0: had that fight. they really and, and then there was no influence happening. Like I feel <laughs> like what you're getting is data like that's really what data would I do. It's the um, only thing guys? he would know. Guy, Captain guys? Commander.
1: Uh, but he knows, but Data knows that it's it's part of the problem. He, he he's yeah, just I mean, reminding. I, I suppose they all do. The right? thing that I love most about this is moment, Worf. Well, I love Worf too. That he's just like, what's going no, on? No, I think Worf's more like,
0: oh, they're gonna get it. Get it, up. it? Can we fight? Great <laughs> right in the back. He's do just we like, fight now? Do we fight? Let's get ready to rumble. It'd be um, funny if every time we cut back to Worf, he had his shirt off, <laughs> <laughs> just ready to fight. Just like, is that a bat lift? Just <laughs> glistening, holding a bat lift. Um The thing. Oh. That, not now.
1: Okay. All right. Sure. <laughs> All right. Like, just keep me posted. Um, the thing that I was I was going to say is I love that you go through this. They fight. Data interferes. Um, Picard takes it down a notch. He's like, "Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry." Number one, and Riker cannot let it go. He is still pissed off, even when Picard is walking away. Well,
0: it's because Picard is the most emotional control of everyone on the ship,
7: apparently. Uh huh. Look at this. He's still a nerd. It's a task that I will attend to.
0: Worf has stepped to the left of the horseshoe, ready to jump over That's if he needs true. to. I
7: yeah. like it. Look at, he's still mad.
0: Or the right, I guess. He shoots a look at Data Captain. like, I could have I taken did. him. You can you believe
1: that? <laughs> did you see what that guy fucking just said to me?
0: Did you see what he did? I mean, look, I know a faceless lieutenant just face, like, palmed me in the face. The commander, I, I believe that he was under the effect of Sarek. No, he wasn't. He's been waiting to do that, did he? <laughs> and I have been ready. I, I think I think understand
3: have. what you're telling me. My husband is responsible for your crew assaulting one another.
0: And a is very. Shut up, man. Better.
3: <laughs> Bendai syndrome is more a folktale than a disease. There hasn't been a true case of it in my husband's lifetime.
7: There's one now.
0: Sakath knows. I have Saka. it. I mean, Sarek has it. This act break is Sarek coming out of his bedroom.
7: I regret better. that we have seen so little of each other during this voyage, Captain. The loss is mine, Ambassador. Captain, may I talk with you in private? You were speaking of I your I was in belief something. That I, suffer I can't remember what it was. Syndrome. I have been accused of many things in my life, never an excess of emotion.
3: Sarek, I see no reason to continue this discussion.
7: On the contrary, I wish to assuage any fears the captain may have regarding my capabilities. I believe there is a test for Bendai Syndrome. I will take it immediately. Unfortunately, the results would not be available for several days. Even though
0: we could probably just look at your transporter pattern and, you know, the DNA markings would be in there.
7: Anyway, I, I've got to stop talking about this technology. <laughs> I don't know why you just didn't take a shuttle craft. We could have avoided that whole pothole. is why I must ask for a postponement of the conference. That would be a mistake! Captain, I give you my word, I am in perfect health. Even though I'm yellow. Then why must. Sacketh help to contain your emotions.
0: What so he doesn't know it's happening. No. Ooh la la.
7: It's what the captain says true. No ambassador. Absolutely not.
1: The humans lying, of course. Well, the humans can lie. Dumb human. Are you aware of this? Also he's a dirty cop, so
0: <laughs> that guy's got, got no morals. You? he's got a dirty cop and a no, mobster as his team here <laughs> that's
8: right Sarek's really questionable using my limited abilities to strengthen your
4: mental discipline one might think your that
1: I should be the one to bond with you in the next scene
8: that would not be wise it may not be wise but it is necessary
1: that seemed to convince him
7: Leave me. I wish to speak with Captain Picard Sir,
3: I ask you to reconsider
7: Obey my wishes There is nothing to fear
0: Except for this dirty cop Who works with me for some reason He's going
1: after Fletch, I think I'm not sure
0: Cool, huh? <laughs> I can just tell him to go.
7: I hope I'm not embarrassed. <laughs> hey,
0: you partner. can't do that on this ship.
7: <laughs> you seem to forget, Captain, that I'm a Vulcan.
0: I have no eager bruise.
7: I'm not affected by emotional consideration. No, a little bit wordier. You are affected, sir. Far more than you realize. I'm a logical being. Present your arguments. I will listen. There is an epidemic of violent incidents aboard the Enterprise. As we speak, the situation is worsening. And it is your hypothesis that I am the cause of these incidents.
1: Well, the two yes. least qualified people on the ship told me. My it chief
7: was. medical officer has explored all other probable causes. I share your concern for your crew. However, you must agree that it is not unusual for a starship to encounter unexplained phenomena. That is correct. Therefore, since I can assure you that I am not the cause of your difficulties, the logical course would be to have your doctor continue the search.
0: I do like the logic debate back and forth.
7: I just don't think it's a great logic debate. It's not the But the greatest, I agree with you, I
0: like the intention. It's not the greatest logic debate because you and I both agree that it is highly illogical <laughs> that they are just blaming this on Sarik. So let's observe it and operate under the circumstance that they know it's Sarek yes then it becomes a more interesting logic debate but as well, then, it stands now it's like well Sarek's right you're crazy
1: that is what's fascinating about it is that we know we know and picard knows that he's right and so then it's just how do you convince you know a high level logician if that's what it's called a logician i believe la, la. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a logician <laughs> It's what a logician. What is a, M- a logician? I'm Just a, a magician. doesn't okay. matter. Anyway, my point is, it's good. Uh, a Picardician? It- P- <laughs>
0: Picardician? <laughs> a Chaostician? Oh, there you are again. Um, Hi, Jeff Goldblum. Hi, Jeff
1: Goldblum. Bye. Bye.
0: <laughs> Andy,
1: did you get the astronaut part yet? <laughs> well, I wish would that, that happened on air. Um, Do you know yet? I assume I
0: didn't. Oh, because they've been shooting for nine months? Andy, I have to tell you, he I didn't get it. They've been they shooting for two years. Cast yet. They've been shooting for three years. The it, show's in season eight. I will say
1: an odd You're not him. I'm <laughs> not Pete Conrad? Astronaut Pete Conrad? Um, I think you look like Al Shepard, too. I don't know Al Shepard. Bring him up. Anyway, keep talking. My My main point is this scene is... Mark Leonard is so good. And Patrick Stewart is so good. And they both, I think, are the pinnacles of their era of style of trek acting. And Mark Leonard comes from a, a, the more theatrical era.
0: I think you look like Al Shepard. look a
1: little bit like Al That's Shepard. That's who I thought you were going in for. Al Shepard is the more, is like pushing me a little bit more handsome and. Pete Conrad, I think, is sadly a little bit more Although accurate. I think
0: Pete Conrad might have been on Apollo 14 with... No. They're
1: was... <laughs> <laughs> just trying to get all astronauts that look like me? <laughs> um, anyway, I'm just saying that they... I think in, in watching the scene, which I we'll get to, um, like the two styles of highly theatrical but controlled...
0: Um, Which I guess, you know, Patrick Stewart is also highly... Pete Conrad, by the way. Not only is he a captain of the U.S. Navy, so you could ask him. Yeah. But Gemini 5, Gemini 11, Apollo 12, and Skylab 2. Yeah. Man, that's a lot of missions. Matt was
1: agonizing about the length of the podcast before.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, you're right. He was agonizing about it. And now it's longer than ever. I don't have any problem with it, buddy. Oh, hey. This is Andy in the scene. I don't have what's, to listen what's to What's for lunch over there, guys?
1: Is it? Do they have any sauces for it? Okay. <laughs> well, can, can you get me
0: a donut? <laughs> this
1: chair is uncomfortable in here.
0: Uh, they have no idea what picture we're looking at. Cheers.
1: Anyway, best of old Trek acting versus best of new Trek acting. Began That's short. my point.
0: You're saying I disagree with your statement. No. Therefore, Brian is here to tell you off. Brian, come out of the face group. Tell Andy how he's not a real actor. Brian, no.
7: <laughs> God damn you, Brian! After your arrival. Is your entire argument to be based upon mere coincidence? Is it also coincidence that your wife and your chief of staff are carefully isolating you? Ah, I believe I see the flaw in your logic. You are reacting to their overprotective attitudes toward me. They are somewhat emotional concerning my age. Surely Sackath cannot be influenced by emotion. Am I to be blamed for the judgment of a child? Sackath is young and inexperienced. He erred in his assumption that I needed help. But you needed his help at the concert. Or is there possibly some other logical explanation for what happened that night? What happened? I saw you cry. I did not cry. I was there. I saw the tears. You exaggerate, Captain. I recall only one tear. So you were emotionally affected by the music. That is not possible! You still haven't answered my question, Sarek. Is it logical for a Vulcan to cry? It was late. I was fatigued. Nothing more. The Logarans trust only me. They will not meet with any other member of the Federation. I must be allowed to complete my mission. There are no other logical solutions. No other logical solutions? but ambassador there are always other solutions you have said so yourself many times what i meant was that Sarek of vulcan
1: would never be afraid of looking
7: straight at something he did not want to see i warn you your efforts to discredit me will not succeed Salek of vulcan never confused what he wanted with the truth i will not be spoken to in this manner I hear anger in your voice it would be illogical for a vulcan to show anger it'd be illogical illogical illogical, illogical.
1: You see what I'm saying? The old, the Sarek, both of them amazing in the scene, by the way. Um, but I feel like Mark Leonard, that's a, that's a performance, even though it's appropriate because he's he's supposed to be losing control. That I easily could see in original series because he
0: was in the original series. This is maybe. what I'm saying.
1: I'm saying that this is an interesting interface of new track acting and old track acting and i think it works beautifully because they're both such skilled actors but it's i'm just show.
0: curious as to like what the school what like how would you describe old track acting
1: more theatrical more but isn't more patrick broad. Stewart
0: very theatrical he is
1: theatrical but i feel like patrick stewart comes from a different generation where it's it's more controlled and maybe more shakespearean
0: i don't know emotionally but. controlled maybe mm. why someone might mind meld
2: with Patrick Stewart <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't believe we got 12 minutes left Our of this reason. thing is it too long
1: <laughs> seems like it would be. but I guess these are very long dramatic Canceling scenes negotiations. captain
7: I think you did the right thing but at what cost number one come pat
3: I must speak with you, Captain.
7: It's going be down. How is the ambassador?
3: Resting.
0: He really did a number on him.
3: I've come to ask you to reconsider your position.
0: <laughs> About... You know, that is oh, popular. Sarek, yes.
3: Sarek is a good man. He's given the Federation a lifetime of service. I beg you to let him keep the respect he has earned.
7: He'll never lose that respect.
3: Rosen and I never wanted to deceive you
7: But we did, so whatever I'll see you later Great pleasure,
3: but there is nothing I can do He took a payoff from someone The mission can be saved But he needs your help to do it
0: What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> a mind
3: belt
1: <laughs> oh, she Between came up the two of us
7: But why him and not Sacketh? Do you realize the dangers involved in what you are proposing Captain. Yes, I do, Ambassador. Um,
0: That's why I'm leaning up against this tub of jelly.
7: <laughs> they also realize the potential. Oh, well, it's benefits. still there. We would be linked telepathically, sharing our thoughts, becoming in essence one mind.
1: You would know all of my Which thoughts thought about TV
7: and movies and books. control, you You'd need. know how in big time you can meet with my never mind. <laughs> and conclude the treaty. It is a generous offer, but I must warn you. I know so much gossip. And while I would gain your stability, you would experience the fierce onslaught of emotions unleashed by my condition. Vulcan emotions are extremely intense. We have learned to suppress them. No human could control them. They will overwhelm you. A mind melt can be a terrible intimacy. I cannot allow it. I'm aware of the risks, but it is the only logical solution.
0: Oh. Damn you, Picard. (laughs) Your courage honors me. This guy. That reminds me of the mind-melding thing of, like, that's, like, one of my favorite scenes in um, Discovery is when Admiral Cornwell... The Andorian and Sarek beam aboard the Discovery and mind meld, like to with um, is it Burnham they mind meld? to see like where the hell they've been, what the hell's going on? Do you know what I mean? Like that. It's just Saric, right? That that mind Sarek does the with, mind meld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I, I like that. Moment. Yeah, that's nice. Like that,
1: like just the instantaneous that exposition.
0: Fucking yeah. that elite force. We'll call it. Delta Force, what was it called? Elite Force. The game? Voyager, the video game, yeah. Oh,
1: we we were talking about maybe we would play that because I said, uh, why don't they ever make a good first-person shooter for Star Trek? And Matt said they, they did. did. It was called Elite
0: Force, and it was on Voyager. It was on and the I remember, Quake free engine, I believe.
1: I would love to figure out if any if anybody if anybody smarter than us can figure out how we could play that on our Macs, please let us know.
0: It was a good story too arcade They had a big arcade version that was a two-person, two-seater.
1: Maybe we just buy one of those. Can't say <laughs> put, it in your, put it in your living
7: room. I didn't expect that you would, Beverly.
6: I don't suppose I could talk you out of it.
7: I'm afraid not, though I do admit to a certain...
0: Whenever I hear him say Beverly, I think of this... one of these 12, 25 a.m., no, it would be like one fifty a.m., 12:50 a.m. sketches on Saturday Night Live uh-huh. where Will Ferrell. It's like Will Ferrell, Chris Parnell, and Molly Shannon. And uh-huh. Will Ferrell is playing a doctor uh-huh. who is like just speaking nonsense to them, uh-huh. but then picks up the phone after telling Molly Shannon she's going to die of cancer and picks up the phone and goes. Beverly, my old friend. Like, it's just like this weird, weird sketch that I love. And every time I hear Patrick Stewart say Beverly, it this pops This is in an my actual
1: head. sketch? Yes. Oh, that's
7: quite, quite a pull. Your company is much appreciated. Come. Come. I almost nailed it. Yep. I see that you are ready, Captain. Dr. Crusher will monitor our responses. A sensible precaution.
1: no peeking,
4: commander the Legarans are ready to beam aboard very well
7: number one is
4: their
1: jelly ready
7: please inform the Lagarin delegation that Sarek of Vulcan is on his way to welcome them
8: yes ambassador
7: boom I take it the mind meld was a success yes all went as planned is captain Picard all right Don't worry, number one.
1: He's in here with me.
7: The ambassador? I am myself again. It has been a long time.
4: It's kind of a downer. No! It is.
1: What is? is? I don't know. That Sarah gets to be himself again, and then it's going to go away soon. It's like
0: flowers for Algernon. <laughs>
1: it's like flowers for Algernon.
0: <laughs> Here's what I was going to say to you. When I watched this, I was like, in the hands of any other person, this would be this would be laughable, yeah, ridiculous, totally, and I wouldn't buy it Definitely. for a second, yeah. But there is a moment where he crosses over and you're like, oh, fine. I guess I just buy this whole thing. Yeah. And I don't, I, maybe it's this. I, Bedlam. Bedlam! No, I think it's when he's talking about Spock and Amanda. That, that is like, crazy.
7: How effective that is. I'm so old. There is nothing left but dry bones.
0: Oh, my God. This is the worst version of the Picard series.
4: Oh my god, is this what we're gonna be looking at?
0: Bad <laughs> friends. Worf, is... Worf with that Batleth in that comic book.
1: <laughs> it is so dying. weird that we, oh, so that we saw you that he's coming back just and little then little are watching scene. this episode this week. With all about age and yeah. all this stuff. I it's just so told. interesting.
7: You know, this weakness disgusts me. I hate it. Where is my logic? I'm
8: betrayed
7: by.
1: Just even sound a little bit like. Eyes. I agree. Like Mark
7: Leonard. Oh, I want to feel. I want to feel
2: everything.
1: Just thinking about Perrin. But I am
7: a Vulcan. I must feel nothing.
6: Give me back my control. John Luke.
1: Have some crackers. And ginger ale? <laughs> you know, settled your tummy. A man.
7: I wanted to give you so much more. I wanted to show you such. <laughs>
0: He's like uh yes. This is a long shot of one take. But that is not our is what? way. Long shot of one take. Totally. Spock. Cybok. Cybok. My you know. Cybok. That would have come out, yeah, the year before. You. No. I love y'all. <laughs> I mean dropping that single tier
1: single tear in the long take that's the that's the uh that's the mark of a uh, that's the the ultimate magic trick for an actor
0: well i mean look he's not just a magician no yeah he's fucking doctor strange of acting what no he's he's charles xavier sorry benedict cumberbatch <laughs> that's amazing well charles xavier has real powers you know and benedict cumberbatch doctor strange what doesn't have any powers <laughs> he's just a magician <laughs> He's not, it's not illusion. He has real powers. He doesn't have any powers. He's just a magician. He bends. He
1: bends dimensions and crap. Because He knows the spells. So that's all Doctor Strange
0: is. Doctor Strange is not a. Does not have superpowers.
1: He's a wizard. So, He's not a
0: magician. Yes. He He's is a, a, sorcerer. a yeah, sorcerer. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Supreme. He's the best
0: sorcerer. Yes. Sorcerer Supreme comes with lettuce, tomato, onion, and pickles. I could go for that right now. I could go for a Sorcerer Supreme. I'm
1: <laughs> um, the Sorcerer Supreme. Did you want that with should mayo or without a, mayo? Should we
0: start a burger place and just name them all after different uh, comic book characters? I'm pretty sure people would come after us <laughs> legally. What are you talking about? Well, we'd be using other people's properties to name our food after. Oh, sorry. I can't have a burger called the Doctor Strange. <laughs> that is the Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> get away with the anguish of the man can't believe that tear this guy what a what a tour de force (sighs) he's such a good
7: actor Vulcan I hope your journey aboard the Merrimack will be uneventful
0: I always love the way he said Merrimack because I grew up along the Merrimack River in um, Lowell and uh, I always like saying Merrimack Interesting, that's how he says it. The
8: pressures of the conference behind him. I believe I can help him maintain his control until we return to Vulcan. What will happen to him then? The effects of Bendia Syndrome are irreversible.
7: Medical research is always continuing, of course.
0: Of course, I've been lying to you this entire time. How do you know I'm not lying right now? That's the last logic puzzle. One to beam out. Where's he going?
4: <laughs> Mr. O'Brien, stand by for...
0: Aye, sir. Do you think, uh... Do you think, um... Calm is even in that scene? Or is it just his voice? I think it's just his voice.
4: I think you're right.
3: Thank you, Captain.
7: He loves you.
3: As do I. Very much. I know.
0: Empire Strikes Back.
3: I've always known <laughs>
0: good reference Perrin
7: I will take my leave of you now captain
0: also why do you have this other old lieutenant <laughs>
4: <laughs> what's, what what's is happening with on the enterprise the
7: old lieutenants on this ship
0: have you not promoted any of
7: them <laughs> do not think we shall meet again <laughs> I hope you're wrong ambassador we shall always retain the best part of the other Inside us, yours I believe I have the is the part crazy of part of me, actually. Listen. Peace and long life. Uh, it's actually um, live long and prosper.
0: That's the response to live long and prosper. Why not just give it to Sarek to say first? I know you want him to say live long and prosper, so have him say it. Peace and long life? Oh, that's the response? Peace and long life is the response to live long and prosper. Oh, nice. I didn't know that. Oh, there he is. He's back there. Getting his money. (laughs) I got in a fight earlier. Did you guys see that? Getting his dollar bills, yo. Well, Andy, there you go. That's Sarek. Is the episode of TNG. O'Brien's not in his dress, is he? No, he's not. He has a dress. I've seen him in a dress. Is that cool in that situation? You know, Old Lieutenant isn't either.
5: Hmm.
0: I don't know.
1: That's John Cooley.
0: Also, why... John knows what the uniforms do. Yeah. And, like, what they look like and what they're made out of. Uh-huh. But I don't think he knows what Starfleet protocol is in the transporter room when the ambassador is beaming aboard. Well, maybe you should do a little more research, not sit oh, down no. on the job so much. Oh, no. Me? No, John John doesn't sit down on the job. Well, he does, because that's where he designs things. Saw <laughs> 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 a lot of John this weekend. We did. I kept swinging by the Inovos booth. The, yeah. best, the best booth at the con. The, at the con. The con. Take the con. Con. Anyway, Andy, it's time to give this an MV of the C. Oh, you son of a bitch.
4: MVC.
2: Oh.
0: That was pretty delightful, actually.
1: That was uh, one that I lost track of from Anders Peterson, who was one of our presidents today, I believe. Really liked it. Um. Yeah, who's the MVC? This is a tough one. I guess it
0: seems like it's got to be Picard, huh? Yeah, I mean, to hold all the brunt of that Vulcan emotion, that is so... Wait a minute. Oh?
1: No, it wouldn't be a crew member. What about
0: Sacketh? Sacketh and not county. Although, if we counted ten Man, we got to count Sacketh, right?
1: Did, was that guy a member of the crew, acting as a member of the crew? Didn't we decide that he was? Mm.
0: Or did we decide that he wasn't? I don't remember. Anyway, there is no one else. Look, right? somehow the I don't
1: know. Look, could say, well, you could say maybe data because he honestly, sneaks it, out the it information. Should
0: have, it should have been Marina. It should have been Marina who had this mind meld to handle the emotion.
1: I mean, she's the one who points her Picard toward Perrin and No, but Perrin I mean, like in the
0: writing of this episode,
1: a hundred percent It should have been there's so much Marina emotional Surtis. stuff going on. And yeah. and
0: this is the pro- this
1: is really, if anything, and I'm, I guess I am about to get to it, but my problem with the episode. Is uh, is the B plot? Is that it's not the B plot of the Lagarans? No, the uh, so I guess it's I don't know what what is it's the Lagarans. I think it's the 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 A plot. plot.
0: The A plot is the is this disease. That's the A plot. The Lagarans is the B plot. I think the A plot is Saric
1: and what's going on. I guess well, it's tied in the disease. But I guess this is the thing. It feels like it's almost a separate plot, what's happening to Sarek and how it affects the crew. And I don't... I don't know. The, it's just... It, it feels like it's not tied together at all. It doesn't feel like it's... Like, the thing of the... What's the name of the disease? Berengi? Bondi disease? Bondi disease. That That's explored fully, but... It is? Well, I mean, the fact that it exists, but the... Ben but the um, the why it's affecting the rest of the crew is completely unexplained.
0: No, it's not. Is it? It's the, that that Sa- Sacketh can no longer control the um, why swings, is but so why is they're it? like unleashing because the Vulcans are telepathic. Uh huh. So you know, Sarek's tele-, tele telepathy is willy-nilly floating throughout the ship.
1: I would have liked a little bit more...
0: Of an explanation of that.
1: Of an explanation. I would have liked a little bit more exploration of it.
0: Well, they didn't do it. So what does that mean for your um, for your Andes? Let's find out. Oh, wait. We need to uh, fully address the MVC. Oh, yeah. Or some other method of rank- ranking. Sorry. Picard. It's Picard. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Hey, we sure are. We really are. Um, Works a strong word.
1: So much to like about this episode: the Mark Leonard performance, uh, Patrick Stewart's operating on all cylinders. Um, you get to see Wesley and Geordie almost punch each
0: other out. Um, great, weird. You get to fight see a scene. lot of classic Trek fighting. Trek fighting in that uh, ten forward situation, reminding me a lot of the fight in the. Um and the trouble with tribbles when Scotty throws down with the Klingons, yeah, for insulting the Enterprise, love it. Like that's that fight, you know. Um, but I'm
1: bothered. Look, maybe it's maybe you could say, "Oh, well, it's it's is a Vulcan, and they have telepathic abilities, and the, and it's implied that the telepathic abilities are out of control." I feel like we've seen no evidence in the rest of Trek that out of control telepathy from Vulcans. You know, is gonna blow. Um, I mean, we've seen Spock freaking out in so many different occasions. Yeah. Well, he's half
0: human. I just feel like that should have been. He's half human. We never really spend a ton of time well, with then full you, Vulcans, except then for Saviq. Then I think you need to explore
1: that in dialogue or otherwise, or you know what? Make it part of the disease. You know
0: who would have been helpful in this episode? Yeah. Doctor Salar.
1: That's. So, it's a nice picture of Salar that I almost bought, and I felt like,
0: what am I going to do with? Why that? are you spending thirty dollars on an autographed picture of <laughs>
1: of Susie Um So uh, anyway, so I'm going to take off some points for that. Uh, yeah. And uh, but that being said, so great to see Sarek, so great to see the Spock references. Oh yeah, that's all you ever. I mean, that's all you Clinic wanted of when you were a
0: kid when i was a kid yeah. and i was watching the show and i loved the original series beforehand all i wanted was did
1: you love it beforehand
0: yeah you were already on board and then you saw this i was way on board with the original i thought series your mother and then I got was like you. negatory yeah. on
1: this tng oh, and thing and then your mother turned you around yeah good old mary by watching it more anyway i give it a seven. seven five
4: oh <gasps> wow you went much lower than i thought well I,
0: I look i mean there are there's a lot to really like about this episode as the, all the things that you went over. Yeah. But for me I just think it's they it should have been a two-parter. Yeah. They packed too much. They tried to pack too much into this episode. I almost they feel didn't the give reverse the story enough time to breathe. I almost feel like but like I'd want to see like this Bondi disease. I'd even like them to go to fucking Vulcan. That would have been great. To like talk to people about this or something. I would have liked more somehow more Sarek more Vulcan I gave it five five straight five yeah that is interesting it's for me that makes it this and it's also just like this hard there's there's weirdly there is not enough happening yeah but there should be more happening do you know what I'm saying
1: Yes, the well, to me, I feel like told. more should be happening. It, I feel like they were taking a long time with all of these dramatic scenes, which were all really well done. Yes, but it's like plot-wise, it's just like move it along, guys. Come on.
0: Yeah. Um and like I get not seeing the Lagarans, but like I'd like a little bit of something there. Yeah, I guess I, but... I'd like a little bit more backstory on the Lagaran truce. I'd like a little bit like. Or not truce, but like them joining the Federation. I'd like a little more explanation of that challenge. I want and more of was... everything. I what? want more of everything, but there's too much of what there is. That I agree is the with weirdest that. explanation no, I can I give for 100% an episode, but like that's how I feel about it. And because of that, it's neither good nor bad, it's a five. But interestingly, and I think you said
1: this about uh, the prior episode, I think between a five and a seven is a six, and I think that
0: is about accurate. We are very good at that kind of a thing. But speaking of uh, fives and sixes, this is an episode that, for me, oh boy, you're in for a treat, Andy. Yeah. I am so excited to show you the trailer for Menage à Troy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, uh, uh, vamp! Quick,
1: Menaja Troy. I would guess that that is about Riker and Troy, uh-huh. and if I was going to go by my mythology, then um, then Picard uh-huh, uh-huh. in some kind of uh, you know romantic face-off, um, or maybe it's like an enemy within situation where it's like a, an evil Riker trying to steal. Good Riker's girl
0: Oh wow Interesting Let's take a look At the trailer And see what It reveals for Andy Okay
4: Next time On Star Trek The next
7: generation Transport four Immediately Troy and her mother Are kidnapped By the evil Ferengi Your telepathic powers Could bring us both Great profit And a devious plan Could rob them Of their telepathic abilities Give
9: her to me
4: Now Riker is the only one Who can stop Their deadly experiment
9: We have to help her
4: Get away from her. On Star Trek, the next generation.
0: That looks like a crazy town one. Let me just say right now. Oh, this is kind of a fun thing to do. Okay. Not having critically gone through the episode and just remembering it from my previous viewings of the episode. I I feel like I'm going to give this episode an eight. We'll see. Really? Yeah. I really enjoy this. I episode. I thought you were
1: setting it up for being a. No, weird I really one. enjoy this episode. Oh, wow, it it tickles
0: me. All right, we'll it's see. It's funny. Um, and they never these trailers never showcase my favorite things about these episodes.
1: But you don't think it's because they're saving it? You think
0: they're just they just don't know how to use it in a trailer, right? And I also like how that guy says
1: the evil Ferengi! Uh, I will say, um.
0: Riker's wearing a,
1: a classic Buck Rogers style, <laughs> weird flowy satin
0: shirt. Future Casual is so interesting to me. As I was talking to Gersha Phillips about she's the costume designer for Discovery. Um, we had, I had a panel she was on, and I was just talking to her about like yeah. how hard it is to do Future Casual. I was asking her about the design of the disco t-shirts that they were running in and the trainers that they were using. I think she's done a good job with that. Eh, the sneakers are weird. The sneakers are Nikes. Oh, are they?
1: they, Is that a cross-promotion thing? No. Oh. Oh, this is the other thing I was going to say. I feel like Sarek in the the TOS episode that we were looking at, you were saying that was different. That almost looks like a Discovery outfit
0: to me. Uniform. Well, same era. Oh, yeah? I wonder if that's where they drew it from. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, guys, if you are joining us uh, next month in your pe- president circle, this would be where we would re-enter the president's uh, circle uh, club here, and we would read the rest of the names. Mm. But, uh, you know, since that's not what's happening this week, and we did all those names in the middle of the thing, and this episode's already a hoot, why don't we just uh, go ahead and transport out of here, Andy? How long will it be? Oh, so long. I actually have no idea how long this is because we chopped it up a couple times. Oh. And that means, uh, I do Disengage. And by chopped it up, I mean we took breaks. Especially after my Facebook meltdown. <laughs> Which you can hear in its entirety. I'm now leaving. Disengage? No, I accidentally beamed Andy back on. This is what crazy. What is happening? I'm What's so sorry, on? everybody. This I'm i trying to just, disengage. You won't let me disengage. I'm sorry, everybody. I don't even know. Are we just beaming around the ship? Disengage. Oh, Andy, you're not oh, going to believe wow. this. I'm not. I, I'm we here. are in the
1: arboretum. You know what? <laughs> oh, is this is this that is what the this arboretum? Is? Yeah, it's really it's nice. nice. Oh,
0: is that Wesley? Oh, I think he's on a date. Oh my God, look at him. He is. Oh, that that uniform does not conceal a teenage boner. We better go. I'm not not dignifying this. This is the thing you don't dignify after all this time.
1: Disengage? Yeah. (laughs)